Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. It's time to replace your heating and air system. We know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Time now for the Sunday Morning Hangover with Nick Curran and Phil Baker on your number one spot for sports in Louisville, ESPN 680 and 105.7. I don't know what happened. Do you know what happened to Carl Weathers? He died. I know, but do you know how? <laughs> I heard it was in his sleep. In his sleep. Heart okay. stopped beating. It's terrible. Okay. Seemed like a healthy guy. But he's old. Yeah, I know he's older than what do you think? He looked, yeah. Seventy-six years old, man. Yeah. Well hated hated losing him, obviously. You smell that, Zachy C? That's Super Bowl Sunday. Right here on your sports station. I know Zach had a little extra pep in his step. It feels great. Welcome in, boys and girls. Seventh highest rated sports talk show on Sundays during a highly competitive 10 to noon time slot. I'm Phil Baker. Zachy C behind the glass here in the beautiful Liquor Bard Studios. We got an aerial shot of uh, the giant Roomba in uh, Las Vegas uh, known as... Allegiant Stadium. When I, whenever I was going out there, uh, when it was being built, I, I had it in my mind. Like, that kind of looks like a Roomba, the one that just bounces around there. Right, the, right. And I was like, oh, it looks like a Death Star, and a Roomba had a kid, and that's what they're going for. And then, a la the Las Vegas Raiders. Fun show, boys and girls. A uh, ton to get into. A beautiful day over at the Laundry and Tan Connection. Mark with a C. Weinberg giving us a favorable forecast. Fear not, boys and girls. An annual tradition unlike any others. Meteorologists giving us their Super Bowl predictions. Uh, we bounced around there. Spoiler. Well, I'm not even going to say spoiler alert. Um, it's a tease. We'll have to wait till Nick joins. Did Mark Weinberg email me back to give me his Super Bowl pick? Wait and find out and see once Nick Kern joins us. Give me over 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 under odds on that. Well, it is Super Bowl prop, but what, what would you what, what do you think uh, what are you thinking for that line, Zach? You see, my guess is, was going to be no. I was going to say no would have been like a minus one eighty favorite. Okay, the, the, your 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 prediction is in. We will. That's a tease. You do not know this, and Nick Kern does not know this either. Uh, we have some other favorable folks uh, from around the market that have in fact gotten back to us. But a ton of things to get into. Kentucky making.
making history in the wrong way. Gonzaga going to Rupp Arena, taking care of business down there. Louisville finishing strong uh, down there. Appreciate everyone uh, with the hard work over the weekend. I know Taylor had the postgame show. You guys had an abbreviated postgame show. Striebel, Ince, and yourself uh, before Bellerman. We got about a 20-ish minute podcast up there. But moving forward, I know some folks on the text that I'm seeing some stuff out there um, that are having some fun with that. But uh, a lot of people not happy. Here's what I see. Big Z's the only post player doing anything. Fire this mf right now. I'm 38 years old, and I'm at the point where I want this guy gone. Zone defense. I love these post-game shows. Squeeze the balls. Sofro, put them on YouTube. ESPN Louisville Plus, like and subscribe and hit that button. Yes, we we moving forward, we'll probably have that, but appreciate you guys. Uh, Lee's going on the air for a little bit for that. I know a lot of people were passionate about that. I saw the ESPN 680 Twitter page. All the shows to have abbreviated. We could have done probably an hour and a half at least. Yeah, game. but look, you, you guys were on there. Got something up there. Something is better than nothing. 267-9680 is the phone number. 437-9680 is the UPS jobs text on it. I'm going to probably reset this over and over again because it is in fact Super Bowl Sunday and I cannot be a shill for this uh, enough Westwood One puts a wonderful product out there if you're anything like me you're driving around you're going to a party to another party and you're getting home if a lot of people try not to leave at halftime and miss the Super Bowl commercials but if you have to do that keep it locked to ESPN Louisville ESPN 680 105.7 93.9 The Ville and the ESPN Louisville app we got you covered for Westwood One's coverage of the Super Bowl if you are driving around today Day. It's a great product. I believe Kevin Harlan will it's be Kevin on there. Harlan. So that's the good stuff. I know Nikki V and I had Ross Tucker on there. You you know where I was thinking about this. You would clean up, and I mean this in the best way possible, at Radio Row. I, 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 I think, think so. you are built for the Andy Sweetie and, and Jason Anderson and Jared Stillman, or they've all been out there, and it's just media gas bags. And butt crack. Like, guys bidding over to make sure the Ethernet connection is plugged in correctly, and you're just seeing a little, you know, little little plumber's crack there. So, that's what Radio Row is. I can only imagine the debauchery that's happened in Las Vegas this week. Like, and it's sneaky cold, too. So yeah, that that's that's that. a that's an interesting wrinkle to everything, but uh, it's been fun coverage throughout the week. We'll get into Zachy C's prediction. So how do you? I've heard you and Louie talk about this. Right. How do you take in the Super Bowl? Are you just like leave me alone? I but your, your team's not in it. No, that's, so if you, my team was in it. Leave me alone. You you could be you can be in a setting where yes. with others and you're not shushing people to watch the game. Or how does so my, Zachy C operate? So my stance is I like Super Bowl parties because I like the food and the booze and all that kind of stuff. But my thing is for the first half, two and a half quarters, that's the time to kind of socialize with people and, you know, talk about various things. If it's third and five in the fourth quarter and you're talking about something that isn't the game, that drives me up a wall. I I'm concentrated. It's the biggest play of the season. We're determining a champion here. No, I don't want to hear about your promotion at work. No, I don't want to hear about your problems. No, I want to hear if you think you're, that this team's going to blitz or not. Come on. Get, so I love Super Bowl parties for two and a half quarters. I hate them in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, look, that's that, I understand the logic there. So that's I want to. I need to hang with people that are as into the game as me. Well, so, the problem is, yes, okay. So this is the Larry David in me in, in the Seinfeld conundrum that you face as a thirty-year-old now, where you're kind of dabbling into the scenario of like you, your buddies have, you know families and they have significant others and everything so yeah if you know your buddy as the guy that is football freddy like you yeah 
it, it brings an interesting wrinkle to the whole scenario at these parties when said significant others or people you don't know as well try to swim in those waters and that's Correct. the conundrum that you're in the good news is one of my buddies is married but his wife does like football and good she's, she's smart enough to understand like no no this is a season defining play no we're about to you know is patrick mahomes about to hit travis kelsey on third and ten or you know this is a field goal that could win the game like she knows that's not the time to talk about her new job Okay, okay, so Zachy C's got, I I feel like there needs to be a bit where it's just like Zachy C's like 10 commandments of like sports fandom and watch, in social settings. Okay, remind me to revisit this like the uh, Cup of Joe segment that I've been promising for a while. food is very, very high on that list. Oh, oh, no, no, so I've... I saw a great meme as we uh, dabbled into the sports gambling uh, euphoria here in Kentucky and not having to go to that super shady spot on River Road anymore to ping off an Indiana Tower that allegedly may or may not. Uh, the amount of people, that, that should be a tell-all book. Uh, the amount of people, in a chapter of my tell-all book, yeah. that pinged me wondering where that tower was on Radio Row. So, look, it's we're in a brave new world, boys and girls. This is where we operate now. I could ping something right now if I want to bet what color the Gatorade's going to be. I can do it right now with no repercussions about cryptocurrency. Yes. I could do it through our great partners over at FanDuel or, or DraftKings or, or Caesars or BetMGM and all the other partners over there at ESPN Bet. All right, uh, tons of things to get into. We'll, with Zachy C is going to do a deep dive. We'll get to some text. I know a lot of people are going uh, to want to react to the games that happened yesterday. What does it mean and things like that. Uh, Nick Kern's set to join us here from the artist formerly known as the Carrier Dome. So what's your thought on the Super Bowl parties? Uh, you know, I'm going to a buddy's, so it's my nephew's party today. Then I'm going to my buddy's Super Bowl party slash like diaper party. I'm not even, yeah, so it, it, it's going to be a setting right there. But I will probably, and we got to talk about our team appreciation party. Say, that for me would be an immediate no-go. Well, no, well see, this is, this is the... This is where Zach... That's where me as a 30-year-old pops up. Well, no. I mean, I'm just a few years older than you, so it's interesting. We're just at different stages of our life. One of my best friends is, you know, having a kiddo in the next month. I'm having one in a couple weeks. Like, it's crazy. So Uh, this is... It's it's a sign of the times of just where you are, and you have to overlap some of these events now and it just so happens the fall it's like hey like we're probably not going to get everybody together get it in terms of super bowl so it kind of went into that so i don't mind it as much i can go back and watch and everything gets uploaded so quickly now that if you miss something like let's say the deadpool trailer that i'm excited to see which i put my retainer in to be a nerd about that (laughs) uh and the funny viral videos that are out there I can dabble in like it's up, it's uploaded to Twitter so quickly or Instagram so yeah, that's quickly. Fine. That's fine. So I'm not as big a stickler if I miss some of the, like the, the, the commercials that as I others are. I, I'm like you. I mean, it, it would be nice if something's on that I'm seeing. I lock eyes with like a movie I didn't know was coming out or yes. something like that. I'm like, oh, man, I would love to see that. But I know in a social setting like that, it's difficult to consume that to begin with. So I'm I'm operating in that headspace to begin with in terms of the games. I love the viral moments within the games. If it's a fan, uh, if it's like the trainer that was massaging Christian McCaffrey's quad, that I was like, right. that's a viral moment waiting to happen. That's the stuff that I miss. Right, but I, but an eye is always, always. I don't care if I make an eye contact with as I am right now. I'm looking at Rex Ryan behind you too. I make I'm, it. I, I make it. Or is that Jeff Darling that just switched on you? That's but, Darling. Yeah. So, but yeah, big difference there. There's not a foot up there. But those are some yeah. of the things that I try to operate in the headspace of. Okay. I'm going to be in this setting. I know what I'm working with. It's going to be a lot of different groups, but I'll be able to take in the game. Like, 
in this position, and look, it's not rocket science. You have to multitask. Yeah. You're telling me something in my ear. You're telling me we got to go to break. Mm-hmm. You're being pulled to run over the 93 dots. It, it, it allows you to operate in a different space to like where you don't have to be laser. Although you are laser focused, you right. can have a wondering eye too. That's uh, I can do that. Like I said, I can do that for but. Two and a half quarters or so. Yeah, there, and then the you're locked comes, in, and locked then you get prime. You strike me as somebody who gets. It doesn't matter if you're hosting, if you're going to a buddy's house. You get prime real estate, like the the opening scene of The Simpsons, where everyone gets on the couch. Yeah, Zachy sees front and center. I'm Homer. That's yes. That, I appreciate that. I, I like that you like to hike up your leg and pee on the couch. Uh, all right, four three seven nine six eight a UPS jobs text line. With all due respect to Zach. Um, no, look at that. With all due respect, Zach is going to take one of y'all's jobs at the station at ESPN 680. No, I'm, I'm with you I right like now. This guy. Yeah, you, he does like it too. <laughs> Zachy sees, uh, Zachy sees doing that. Uh, why you have ESPN Plus if you don't lose it? It's ESPN Louisville Plus. Thank you, thank you for listening on that. Four three seven nine six eighty is the UPS jobs text on. No, I know we're going to have some fun out there um, coming up. But look, I, I think ultimately what it comes down to. Look, there, it was a conflict. It's college basketball. There's there's a whole conundrum of fouls at the end of the game, questionable calls, Cal throwing a lob, everyone losing their mind, uh, and that's where we should have had that out there. We will be better and when you we know go to Twitter spaces. you're following a Big Ten game in particular because the Kentucky-Gonzaga game came after Illinois-Michigan State. So, no, no, I have a question, though. Yeah. So, I was watching that on Prime Video. I had a question. So, I'm assuming you all were watching it here at the station. Did it join in progress or did it cut out? Because what I saw on Prime Video through Paramount Plus is that it moved to CBS Sports. So text on please help me out. Uh, no, dot com. We saw from start to finish. I did anyway. Okay, so on the Paramount Prime app, I, I don't know if LKY did this. This is where I, I was on a the, the the Paramount Plus app. So, but it, it's picked up from LKY. It, yeah. So it had it to where. It moved the game, and it was like a six-point game with like 30 seconds to go, I want to say. And they moved it to the start of Kentucky against Zaga. And I said, oh, my God, Michigan State and Illinois fans are going to lose their mind, but Big Blue Nation is going to be so happy that that happened, and they did that to Izzo. So I was just like, I wonder if that was just like me being on the app or if that actually happened. So please text him. Okay, so they they went to the Gonzaga-Kentucky game. Oh, so they moved the end of the game to CBS Sports. Wow. Dot com, actually. That's crazy. They've done uh, that before. Well, I know, but it's just it. I get it. If it's a blowout, but I mean, you hit a three there. It's a three point again. Right. This is me being. Well, you nerdy. know, in Big Ten games, they call every foul in the book. So, a Big Ten basketball game is typically going to take about two and a half hours. So, yeah, no, I'm I'm with you on uh, that. A couple more texts to get out there, then we'll dive into that. Why is yeah ESPN Louisville Plus? We don't look. We we, we tried to. It it went longer than we thought. We'll be better next time. Moving forward, we'll get the schedule ironed out with that. But uh, no, Ensign, uh, Zachy C and Strebel uh, did you know about a 25 minute press conference. Something's better than nothing. All right, let's uh, dive into the game. Did you hear the intro I played for Strebel? No, I didn't. I didn't get to hear it. I, I played him the uh, by God Stone Cold. That's Stone Cold's music. He's back. Oh, that's awesome. That well, that's that's perfect for. Strebel. Uh, yes, that, that, that's wonderful for Strebel. All right, uh, let's dive into it. Uh, Kentucky falling in Rupp Arena. It, you know, it, it's interesting because I, I'm always fascinated to see the dynamic and the reaction. And, and you have a good pulse of this too, Zach, you see, be it on uh, with Louie and then doing stuff with the postgame show. Just kind of the ire that it draws. Like, we're after the Vanderbilt game, I, I think. For at least my group of friends, my small sample size of friends that are Kentucky fans, took it at face value. It's like Vanderbilt is terrible. So you don't want to make too much out of it. But it was a good pick-you-up type of game to kind of get back on, on track with things. So basically how people view Louisville beating Georgia Tech and 
everybody else. <laughs> yes, something like that. But it, it, it's interesting to me because with this, the play was poor in the second half. And I know John Calipari said that the first half was initially what cost them, which I was like, you got up six in the second half. You know, I, I don't know if that's necessarily. I think both are true. Well, it's a recurring theme that in the first half, they come out slow. They did it against Tennessee. They did it against South right. Carolina. They did it yesterday. You they did it at Florida, like end of Florida. games, Texas A&M. Like this is now a theme it's to a your theme. point. And that's what I think is the biggest concern. Um I know a lot of people are spending time on the lineup and not having Dillingham and, and, and Reed Shepard and Antonio Reeves all in together. And, and I'm with them. Well, and, and yep. I understand that. I, I I really do empathize with that because your bigs weren't giving you much in that game and not having Trey Mitchell in there um, is it, it, it's, it's problematic. And you saw as much with just Aaron Bradshaw just isn't there. The only time Bradshaw played any defense is when he almost tackled a guy. And he oh, still when he tried to pull them down? Yeah, and he a- still gave up the basket to EK. Like he, EK and uh, Curry and the other guys are just eating him for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like the, the interior defense of Kentucky has been a problem all season. And I, I just don't get it. You've got all these seven-footers, and they just they can't stop anybody. They get out-rebounded against every big-time opponent they play. They get out-toughed every big game they play. I, I don't know if it's scheme. I don't know if it's the talent is just overrated. But they can't stop anybody. Like Reed Shepard, there was a time, I think, in the second half over the last five minutes of the game or so where Kentucky scored on seven of eight possessions or something like that, and they gained no ground because they couldn't get any stops. That's been a problem as well. Right, and I think when you look at the head-scratching play, look, Adu Thierro had a great game for his he standards. He, he, I don't... I probably would have gone to somebody like Dillingham or Shepard, the way Shepard was playing in the second half, so, or Antonio Reeves to, to probably I would have done get that. Anything other than what they did, yeah. Just that—that that was drawn up, and I don't understand. So Kentucky's had five games this year. I saw the field of sixty-eight put this out, yeah. but go ahead. Yes, they had five games this year. Where it was the last possession or so in a one-possession game where Kentucky had a shot to tie or win the game. Not only have they not converted any of them, they haven't even gotten a shot up in any of them. That's coaching. That's poor strategy, poor execution. Drawing up a lob play to a Duthiero in that situation is just asinine. You have Reed Shepard who's driving to the basket at will against Gonzaga. They could not contain him. You have Rob Dillingham, one of the best ISO players, one-on-one players in the country. You've got Antonio Reeves, a guy who's a borderline All-American this year. You have guys that can hit shots. And to draw up a lob to a Duthie Arrow, such it's which is such a low percentage play. It's not as though the arrow is seven foot two and you're just gonna be able to lob the ball and he's gonna jump over everybody and dunk it. You're not exactly lobbing the ball up to Zach Eady or anything like that. The 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 execution, the play call was just baffling. And the I didn't from the outside looking in before I got here, I thought Calipari was, you know, a guy that had a lot of talent, but maybe didn't maximize it, and that just being here the last few years has only confirmed that. Calipari has all these NBA All-Stars and one title to show for it. Well, and not go a step further, a really an All-American caliber college basketball player in Antonio Reeves, too. Like as yes. I, I know everyone talks about the shiny new toys with the freshmen, but Antonio Reeves is, is going to be an All-American if he, he plays his... everything he could want with this team. He's got bigs, he's got solid guards, he's got shooters, 
there is no reason for Kentucky to be in the position they are right now where they're two and four over their last six games and they're not beating anybody of high quality. Really oh, in the booze, in the booze that were out there, Kyle Tucker put this out there and they, they were not happy. So next up you have uh, Old Miss and Chris Beard, nine o'clock Rupp Arena. I'm sure that's going to be a, a festive bunch uh, down there. Jason Ince, Jason the Cat Ince, I should say, host of the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife post game show, t- uh, sending me this from our buddy Chris Hadfield, who's a good follower on Twitter, the best wager if you like gambling and just ain't basketball. Analytics out there said this Kentucky, uh, Gonzaga, and Gonzaga points created plus minutes. Shepard, 29 points created uh, plus 28 minutes. Dillingham, 22 points created plus 18 minutes. Fierro, 21 uh, points created plus 32 minutes. And Antonio Reeves, 19 points um, created plus, and I'm sorry, 31 minutes. Everyone else had single digits points created so that when you talk about the lineup and that just kind of being head scratching and Cal being stubborn it plays into that narrative with this very tweet that's up there. and I get some thought process that he had as far as you know the second half maybe not wanting to throw Dillingham out there the entire time there is no excuse for Dillingham not to be on the floor for the last offensive possession none yeah look. to have bi- two big guys out there and not have one of your best ISO players there's absolutely no defending that Calipari has a lot to answer for for this game in particular but over the last three or four weeks or so losing three in a row at Rupp which they've never done before first time it's, they've lost three in a row yeah. at home since 1966 when Adolph Rupp himself was still the head coach that's the kind of history you do not need to be making and they're falling into a position where they've still got enough tough games they're not an NCAA tournament lock they're gonna get in in all likelihood because they beat North Carolina oh but yeah it's, Miami. it's a free fall in terms of seeding yes. and, and you'll see on the CBS breakdown of the selection show coming up or the the, the mock selection show that's coming up yes I, I got a feeling they are going to plummet in terms of that and you're gonna get uh, Joey brackets from his bunker with uh, terrible Wi-Fi and oversized airpods telling you that they are going to need to do more and win some games in Nashville in order to climb back up the ladder they were a six seed going into yesterday that's that, so crazy to me that's God. the loss it's probably gonna drop them at least one seed line they're going to be a seven on Joey Brackett's new bracketology. On Let's Monday. go to Bracket Matrix. We, we, we need to get to the, the hipster pick in Bracket Matrix. Oh, is Nick here? I didn't even know Nick was here. Nick, I'm sorry. Goodness. Oh, did you text me, Nick? I'm so sorry. I'm just over here. Wow. I'm Nick, I'm so sorry. I did not even see that. Nick, the man, the myth, the legend, the International League All-Star. How are you? How was beautiful Syracuse? There's a lot of snow. Paul Rogers said there wasn't at the team appreciation party. No, 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 no snow. Uh, a wintry mix this morning, but I don't think there's any accumulation expected. Uh, the snow sounds like it's coming like Monday into Tuesday, so hopefully we're missing that. Perfect for you. Perfect yeah. for you. Well, how, how yeah, was the yeah. trip up there? It was great. Uh, great. A little Funkin' Waffles last night, very important. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we're good to go here today. Looking forward to it. Cards, orange at noon. We'll start coverage at 1130 over on 93.9. I'll have to step away if there is a, an opportunity to get a Jeff Wall's pregame interview. We'll see how that goes as uh, – as we progress here throughout the show. Okay, well, that's good. I, I'm sorry. Again, apologies for leaving you uh, right there. Zach, you oh, and, and I were just going back and forth on that. So, uh, One thing, though, about John Calipari, like, none of it's new. He, not, I don't know if stubborn is the word, maybe, but you can go back to, I mean, the big example was um, the Harrison Twins year. I, I guess the... Uh, the loss to Wisconsin in the Final Four in 2015, where, you know, he basically said later, yeah, if I would have gone with Tyler Eulis and Devin Booker, we probably would have won that game. But felt like I owed it to them. You know what I mean? Like, it plays into his recruiting. 
in, in certain ways he plays guys, I think, although this year is obviously a little bit different because everybody's a freshman. But I, that's that's been a thing for him for a while. And um, Well, and this, isn't the, this isn't a Gonzaga-caliber team of years past. I mean, th- this no. is one that is fighting for its NCAA tournament in life, too. So I think the narrative of, you know, new blood versus blue blood. And then, look, Gonzaga has had success in receiving. But I think that the common trend that it goes back to is that you've seen this in the Florida game. You- you've seen this in the A&M well, game. You've seen it, this over and over again uh, where you're in a position to win, and then you just kind of pee down your leg at the end. And I would also say I, I get criticism about Rob Dillingham not being on the floor, but at the same time, it's not about offense for this team. Like offense again isn't the problem. It's it's the defensive end and I think he's trying to find whatever combination is going to make them better defensively and, and they got off to a good start defensively in the second half and really turned things around uh being down 10 at halftime and 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 once they took the lead, I mean credit Gonzaga because I thought once Kentucky got the lead it was over. Like the Avalanche was just rolling um and and it, it just seemed like Kentucky was going to be too much, and they, they had a whole different mindset and intensity just in general, but especially on the defensive end of the floor when um, when the second half started. As the half went along, credit Gonzaga, they made some plays, and Kentucky sort of reverted back, and they, they couldn't get stops, especially uh, in the post. Like Gonzaga could just throw it in there and, and score or play off of that. It was a tough um, – a tough situation, but um, yeah, you know, they, they played like the first 10 minutes, 12 minutes of the second half defensively like they're going to need to, to, to try to well now, as you guys were talking about, maybe get into the tournament and then, then have a deep deep run uh, but, but they haven't been able to sustain it. Um, I, I think you know the I mean, I would go with Onyenso inside and, and, and more than Aaron Bradshaw or Big Z uh, because I think he gives you more on the defensive end. And you haven't gotten much out of a Bradshaw. But I, uh, I don't know. It, it's, it's been the, the question all season. We've talked a ton about it. Can they play good enough defense? Um, I thought by now they would be. They're not yet. We'll see if, uh, we'll see if, they, can, we'll see if they can put it together. Um, and I, I don't know. As it gets later and later, you know, it's tough. And it's like their ceiling's extremely high, but boy, I think Rob Doster put this out. It's like, but boy, the 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 floor is terrifying. Like it, what it, it, could, it could be. It could be. Um, and like, I, I know Gonzaga hasn't had the year that they have in the past, but it's not like they're a terrible team. Um, so you know. I, I think they could still be an NCAA tournament team. I think I might have to interview Jeff. Ford. Oh, you're all good. Zach, you see's here. We got you covered. We'll get to some Cal sound, uh, and we'll get to Joe here in a second. Step away. It's filling space. That's what we do right there. I haven't played that open in a while, so have fun. You're good. Yeah, that's him going away. That's that's Nick on the road, baby, the International League All-Star. Reminder, it's Super Bowl Sunday right here on ESPN Louisville. If you're driving around, we got you covered. Wall-to-wall action. I believe pregame is beginning at 2 p.m., and then we'll join in progress over on 93.9 DeVille after uh, Kern and company finish up over there all right let me get to some uh john calipari sound on how uk lost the game this kind of plays into the narrative of what you said about um what we were talking about it being in the first half i kind of disagree because they were up six in the second half and just kind of some of the lineups there but here's what john calipari had to say post game about losing to the zag but it's just tough i mean we've lost three games like 
kind of like that where we have a chance. And I, I told him after, we lost the game in the first half. That's where we lost the game. And then we came back and fought and made it close, but the first half was what cost us. Game on that. Uh, obviously, fans were booing. I saw Kyle Tucker put that out there. I know you helped out for the postgame show for a little bit before going to Bellarmine Basketball. Were you able to hear how loud the boos were? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I was able to pick it up, too, and I was just like, yeah, this is a little bit different. And, and then the John Calipari... Everybody jokes about the uh, Kitty Payne, Mike Woodson, uh, he tricked me thing and the magician had. Yeah, well, yeah, (laughs) that's a joke to be had there. But the thing that's fascinating to me is like I know people point and have fun with that, and they, I think the field of sixty eight put up the magician and the the hat. He tricked me. Yeah, John Calipari did that. Is doing that right now to the Kentucky fan base. They they get him. They suck him back in with the, the shiny recruiting class, and people buy back into this. But, man, those boos were very, very loud. So it's uh, the opposite. Just when I thought I was in, they pull me back out. Yeah, I That's mean, there's some doing. that are just over him and everything. But And I get that. It's, I get it, but it is humorous to me because of the branding, like it or not. There, there's... Everybody talks about this war that's happening for just, you know, some people that like want to keep KP and, and move on from that. We'll dive into that coming up here in a bit. But, uh, man, it's like the old generation versus the new generation with Cal. Because I'm telling you, there's a bunch of, uh, you know, younger guys that are just that are affiliated, kind of like covering the program loosely that I know that are all in on Cal for what the branding that he does at the NBA level. I know there's people like Dan Issel uh, that loathes that. He said that on this very airwaves. But that's the interesting um, seesaw, I guess, of the fans that are going back and forth on if they, they support him or not. Is like, okay, it's great branding for the university, but what have you done for me lately? We're 12 years removed from the title in 2012. You know, it, almost a decade removed from the Final Four. 2015 was the last time they got there. They haven't even been to the second weekend of the NCAA tournament since 2019, which for Kentucky, that's five years. That's head-scratching, yes. That's inexcusable. And that's what I think is going to be the fascinating. And we've done these shows over and over again. So you can talk about the the micro from the game yesterday and then just the overall. uh, We talk about the different buckets when we're evaluating Louisville basketball. To me, there's two buckets for Kentucky basketball. There's right now evaluating the game, and then there's the overall state of the program of what you've alluded to of being the standard for Kentucky basketball and then just not being able to get back to that with the resources and the recruiting classes that they have it's look there's randomness in college basketball we say that all the time but at some point you have to flip the switch and get back to what you were Yes. Otherwise, you just get further and further removed from that. And there's other guys out there that, uh, you know, they know how to do this little thing called coaching, too. Kentucky used to be the gold standard of college basketball, and it should be the gold standard of college basketball. They're the winningest program ever. As we mentioned, they never lost three in a row at home. I get the whole branding thing. I like the whole NBA. You know, they have all these all-stars, and it's great and everything. But oh, I, I get the other side of it, it too. No, tr- yeah, I, I'm 100% with you. I understand what those that are talking about the branding standpoint, yeah. but from the standpoint of like, okay, that's great that, you know, uh, John Wall sits courtside wearing a Kentucky hoodie occasionally. Sure. That's great. But if it doesn't bring you the talent, it brings you the talent, but if you can't win with that talent, and look, he signed the number one class, and this is supposed to be one of the most talented Kentucky teams in recent memory, kind of an old-school Calipari team, and it's just it's not working out. And they're losing the exact same way every game. That's the frustrating part. It's the same thing over and over again. It shows either no adjustments are being made or Calipari's not getting the most out of Or the stubbornness, as we talked about with the lineup of putting your three best guys in with an All-American and two projected yeah. lottery picks. And with Gonzaga that. just kept running the same play over and over, pick and roll. They 
they were just screening guys. Like, they did not even shoot well from the three-point line yesterday, and they were still able to put yeah. 89 points on well, Kentucky. I'm, that's I'm with just, you. That's, that's it's crazy. It's not excusable. You cannot have a decade without a Final Four appearance. Well, this, that, that's, that's a perfect segue to this. Here's what John Calipari had to say for the message for the fans that are upset with that. Here's what Cal had to say postgame. I just I, I, I want to tell our fans that how much I appreciate what they are doing for this team or what they're trying to do. They're here. They're loud. Uh, when we needed them, they stood up. They went, you know, and then th- this team needs it. And I just say stick with them. And I appreciate the fans. And, you know, uh, you walk into this building and it's packed like it's been for three games. You know, we we just normally come out like on fire. And we just haven't. So, um, but again, nothing has changed in my mind with this team. I mean, we have the ability to do what we want. We're just going to have to do it together. Well, and it, it needs to be said. I mean, Trey I Mitchell being out, but, 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 but Trey, Trey Mitchell being out, it plays a role. And this but, is Wagner's first game back. Understandable. But we've seen injuries happen. We've seen foul trouble happen in that. It's next man up. Like, that's the yes. thing with Kentucky basketball, as cliche as that sounds. Like, you, the, these guys, you saw it last night. And, then again, I know it's a much different scenario, but you know, I never would equate that. I'm sure the tech side's going to come down on this. KP said Caleb Glenn's now a sophomore uh, after the performance he had last night against Mighty Mouse and Damon Stoudemire, which I'm not in no way, shape, or form going to compare the situations to Louisville and Kentucky and the same things that are out there. But with that being said, you're almost mid-February. Yeah. Some of these guys – they got to step their game They're up on that. If, if there's foul trouble and things like that, that those are just the – I didn't make the rules. That's just the nature of the beast on that. And Enns pointed this out. The only time that we've really seen a Calipari team gradually improve as the year went along was the 2014 team because that team ended up being an 8 seed. They were underseeded that year, but they were able to go through the SEC tournament, got to the title game, and then, of course, got to the national title game in the NCAA tournament. They got better with every game, and that was the Julius Randle, the Harrison Twins, that team. Outside of that – we don't see marked improvement throughout the entirety of the season, and we're certainly not seeing it now. We, we asked this, are they better, are they worse? And we were going to have this question answered a couple weeks ago. They were markedly worse than where they were a few weeks ago. Do I still think they have the ceiling to get to the Final Four? Yeah. I think that ceiling is still out there, but they could easily lose. In oh the yeah, first round. the, the floor is terrifying. Like that's, that's the trajectory the they're on right now. That, is they're the gonna floor is terrifying. That that's what we said. Uh, Ince, Jason the Cat, Ince, your co-host on the uh, Kentucky Fish and Wildlife post-game show, sent this to me. Reed Shepard finished with an and one to put Kentucky up fifty-seven fifty-one with twelve thirty to play in the game. For yeah. the rest of the game, the Cats got four. Yes, four defensive stops, two turnovers, and two were actual stops uh, and defensive rebounds. Well, that's, think about this. That's hard what, to comprehend. What was the time? Stamp fifty seven fifty one was the time stamp. Uh twelve thirty left in the game. Okay, so for the next twelve and a half minutes, they still scored twenty eight more points. They were up by six and scored twenty eight more points and still lost the game. Yeah, that tells you that they got nothing done on the defensive end. And again, like I mentioned, Gonzaga didn't even go bombs away. It wasn't like they went crazy from the three point line. They kept running the same stuff over and over again. And Kentucky had no answer for it. Where was Big Z? You know, he had a great game against Georgia. Hasn't really done a whole lot. They just look physically like Bradshaw is not physically. He can't play through contact. This team cannot rebound on a regular basis. And that it's inexcusable to have that many seven footers and not be able to control the glass. So you'll love this too. And talking about the the head scratching play and Joe, and I promise we'll get to you. Reminder, it's a Sunday morning hangover here on ESPN 680, 105.7, the ESPN Louisville app. Uh, Rob Doster putting this out. Fuel to 68. Text I got from a coach about Kentucky's final possession today, which I 
sidebar, this isn't Rob Doster. This is me asking that. Uh-huh. Is it Chris Mack? We'll dive into him, too, with his comments uh, yesterday about maybe getting back into coaching. Uh, text I got from a coach about Kentucky's final possession today. The only thing Kentucky runs out of that set is a lob. You see a box, you know it's a lob. It's incredibly predictable. There you go. There it is. Tom Crean or Chris Mack, uh, 267-9680 is the phone number. We go to our buddy Joe up first on Super Bowl Sunday. Reminder, you can listen to that coverage via Westwood One right here on your sports station presented by our good friends over at DFH Company and Baptist Health. Joe, how are you? Hey, I'm doing okay. Uh, quickly, on the last play, Kentucky tried to run the law play. You know, I've been, I've been around for a long time, and I'm saying to myself, Cal, you haven't stopped them in 12 minutes they owned you on you have no defense to stop Gonzaga. Why in the Lord would you want to go another five minutes in this game thinking that you're going to beat them in overtime? I'm saying surely they're going to go for the three. Just I don't care if they throw one over their head and bank it in. If it goes in, it goes in. If it don't, it don't. Why would you want to go another five minutes against this team where you couldn't stop them? It's just the, the play made no – of course, now if the play works – and they go overtime, win the game. I look like a dumbass, but I'm just saying. It's just why would you even want to go overtime with that team? <laughs> because they they were just physically dominating it. So that's the that's the hard part. I couldn't understand. I mean, and, and the play he drew up. Well, you know, I, I guess he's a genius. If it goes in, and if it's not, you, know. you pick it apart. But I mean, yeah, with the, the that predictable coach t- uh, text slash tweet from Rob Doster says. All the basketball bennies out there know what's coming if uh, they have that set up out there. So there there you go. And my Super Bowl big prediction, I don't have a prediction. I could care less about the Super Bowl. But if Taylor Swift, if this young man, Travis Kelty, tries to propose to her and then she says no, the best scenario in my in my estimation is she says no, Travis. You know what? My heart belongs to Joe Biden. And then all the Swifties just <laughs> vote for Joe. And we ain't got to worry about passions. Passes Trump, white pass. Oh, okay. Well, that would cup, be the best case scenario. Thank you. Cup, cup of Joe. Wow. I, boy, when he started talking about Travis Kelsey and uh, proposing, I was like, oh boy, we're we're gonna get something that we've heard regurgitated on every sports talk. And then he he zigged to Biden and Trump. Yeah. Coming up at twelve oh five, we will break down Joe's call. OAN plus. So fro, get on it. There uh, there's a great text in here. Five nine five. Um, I'm sorry. Yes, I just know I saw that about uh, Zach and Super Bowl party and uh, the woman. Yeah, that, that that's that's a good text. Yeah, uh, I that's, saw it. That, that's, that's a funny text. I just know I, I'm acknowledging that. Uh, let's see. Let's dive into some other things. But, yeah, I, I think big picture, Kentucky will b- make the tournament. Where, where I, I saw Strebel last night win 0-2. Uh, you know, this is an NIT team. They're going to make it because of the North Carolina win, if nothing else. Exactly. But – you are trending in the wrong direction. Yeah. Now, you can change that narrative with Trey Mitchell returning and getting some of those things. DJ Wagner getting fully healthy uh, with that. And the committee does take that into account. Well, right. And, and let's be honest. I mean, it's the one of the premier brands in the sport. I, I don't care what anybody says. In their, that's why I've always said, you know, with the, these, the most intimate, darkest, you know, moments of these people that are predicting that, if it's Kentucky versus somebody with a similar resume. They're going to pick Kentucky. Okay. I'm glad, we're on the, I'm glad we're on the same page as that because I put my tinfoil hat on that all the time. Yeah. Eyeballs matter. Leave it at of that. Of course they do. Uh, 267 is the phone number. Reminder, uh, Nick Kern, he has you covered for Louisville Women's Basketball. He's up at Syracuse, the artist formerly known as the Carrier Dome. I believe the JMI 
carrier or just the JMI dome. I think right? it's just JMI. That's the I still call it carrier dome. I, I do too. I mean, it's look. I mean, it's like that, I'm going to call Pittsburgh Stadium Heinz Field. I'm still going to call the Indians Stadium Jake the Jake. Well, it sounds like you're still going to call them. Uh, the Indians, Most too. Of my, we, all, we still call them the Indians. Oh, okay. And then the Cantrell household? Okay. Not, that, not in the Cantrell household. Just America? Yeah. Well, I still believe in the Washington Redskins, too. Kind of want to dive into that, but it's Super Bowl <laughs> Sunday with that. Where were you at the team appreciation party? What happened? Uh, I met up with a couple friends. Okay. Had some things going on. How'd that go? It, it went. It went good. People were asking about you. You got a. You got a. Um, a shout out. Uh, they were going around giving me good James. Or bad? No, it was good. Like Ken went around and was thanking everybody. Um, yeah, James got an MVP. Double D got uh, an award for everything. You were getting mentioned for your hard work with the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife post game show with Louie and all that stuff. So yeah, everyone was asking where Zachy C was. Okay. That's good to know. Well, I mean, it's good to know, but you, you didn't show up. Well. You, you know what? By the way, you'll love this. I'm not, I usually don't do, I'm not big on, like, corporate events. I'm just It not. wasn't a corporate event. It was just, like, significant others. You would have had free beer at a great partners over at Noble Funk. And, yeah. Because you, know, you live right around there, I don't do, you? yeah. You know what the best part of this is? And this, this is, you'll love this. James is, James Black, congrats to him for getting an MVP. It's the award is needed because the dude puts out so many fires here. It helps out with so many things, as Zachy yes, C knows. So he's been called the the Black Phil Baker from Marcus Maben. I can say that because Maben has said that. Right. He Irish goodbye me. That's my move. As he animorphs more and more into me, I, I, I was bamboozled. I'm like, oh, so that's what that feels like. Oh, he's like, uh, he said, we'll be right back. I'm just going to get a picture real quick. And I was like, oh, you know, okay, we'll, we'll step over there. No, that's my thing. I. And then he, and I looked at Strebel and I said I said oh I said where's James he said he wanted to you know just get a picture real quick and then I, I was about to roll he said oh he just left and I'm like oh my god that's what that feels like yeah I usually pull the move I'm going to the bathroom and I never come back yeah exactly oh that's the oldest trick in the book but I always do it to everybody else I don't have it done to me yeah so that's what that feels like James Black got me. So the mentor has become... Yeah, yeah. I'm the Padawan, I guess. He's the Master (laughs) Jedi. But congrats to them. Great stuff down there. Appreciate Andrew Bosch and Ken and Double D and everybody putting that together. Nice event uh, down there at Noble Funk. Great setting down there, by the way, too. So be sure to hit them up. I've been to Noble Funk. It's a a great setup. It's hard to believe that that was a Kroger at one point. Sorry, that's me just going down that wormhole with that. But also, reminder, if you're driving around today and you want to listen to the coverage or if you just want to get some uh, pickup, be sure to stop by. By our friends over at Bear Nose on Market. George and company will get you set for the big game, or you can watch Global taking on Syracuse, so order from the area. Bear Nose uh, for that. Yeah, it's that good. Bear Nose Pizza. Also, our buddies over at Adam and company over at Wing Zone want to hook you up for the big game. they got a ton of specials going on over there. Just go to wingzone.com. Okay, so big picture Kentucky, and I promise we're going to get the Global. I'm seeing on the text on. We'll dive into some bigger. And we got prop bets. And we Super got prop Bowl. bets and everything. I, don't let me forget the meteorologist predictions because I actually got a decent amount that sent some stuff today. And Nick had to go do his Jeff Walls interview on uh, that. So yeah, so the personal bad phone saying that Joe being anti-Trump was not on his bingo card. My headphones are like extremely low. It's nothing you're doing on your end. So it kind of phased out uh, on that. So I was just like, wow, this is. Um, this is interesting. I, I didn't know that uh, a cup of Joe was going to be like morning Joe right there. there you, on, uh, you like there that right is. there? Kentucky slow starts are just as bad as their inability to close out of games. That coming down from Steve. If the Cats get healthy, they will be fine. And look, I, I, I think we've used that crutch for a long period of time, but you've seen this throughout the year where they've been up on 
comparable SEC teams, if not inferior opponents, and it hasn't been fine. So, Correct. like, just to say, blindly say that they'll be fine is with the amount of talent I'm leaning toward agreeing with you, but it, it's becoming more wishful thinking. Yeah, when they lost a couple of games earlier in the year, I was willing to kind of give them not a pass necessarily, but say, okay, well, this happens. It's conference play. You watch how college basketball has been this year. Everybody's losing in conference play. Everybody's losing road games, all that kind of stuff. So I wasn't going to kill Kentucky for doing that. But you, how many times do you lose three out of four, four out of six, have this kind of stretch? And then it just turns right around. It doesn't happen. And especially when it just doesn't seem like the adjustments are being made. It's like they're not learning from their errors. So right now from Bracket Matrix, which kind of takes them all, compiles them up together and looks at that for those that care about this as we're five weeks out from Selection Sunday. Kentucky is the first sixth seed right now uh, in the likes of Oklahoma is the second, Colorado State, and Clemson is the final fourth seed. Uh, I'm sorry, the sixth seed yeah. of there. So th- th- just some monitoring for those that start refreshing that. And I know I, I love the, the Twitter feeds that give out the uh, grades of those, how predictable, or I'm sorry, how spot on they are with uh that two six seven nine six eighty is the phone number we'll switch it up and talk a bit of louisville too uh here in a bit and look it's i'm seeing this on the text line and zach and i know you're on the bellarmine game but just big picture is i know you're on five days a week sometimes six days a week uh in in terms of of just talking about this and nick's back by the way as i was about to go on a monologue the man the myth the legend nick curran welcome back hopefully uh jeff walls was uh everything you hoped and then some no it was uh it was great great interview ready to roll today and uh yeah, sorry about that. We no, no worries. Look, we, when you're on the road, I need to get back to the imaging for filling space. Uh, before you get out of here, I know you're going on 1130. Do not let me forget uh, to run down our meteorologist yeah, picks. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward. How many did we? We actually many... got a decent amount. All right. Uh, I, I asked the, oh, Zach I mean, if you know, Weinberg uh, got back to me, uh, and I said I had to uh, I had to have Nick on the air for the natural reaction of that. No, but, uh, I, we'll, we'll dive into that in an hour, no, too. No, we'll, get to, we'll get to that. I, I, that. That's the big fish, and that's what I wanted to ask you about, but I don't want to give it away too quickly so um that's that's exactly right so i don't know what you guys were well we were we were just kind of putting a bow on the kentucky stuff switching up to louisville and georgia tech here in a bit but just kind of your final thoughts on kentucky we are going i think zach and i are in agreement i don't want to speak for zach but we're in i think unison that it feels like they're gonna be okay but it seems like it's trending more so toward wishful thinking yeah versus being based off anything i'm there with you They, they they have the pieces to make a deep run and to be really good. Um, and I think they are really good. It's just they, they've got to defend. And and if, if like, th- they have enough guys with their heads on correctly, I think, because of the way they play, so unselfish offensively, that it could still happen. Um, but as you get later and later into the season, obviously it gets more and more concerning. Um, I think Tuesday night's big. you got – an Ole Miss team with Chris Beard that, that's been outperforming expectations for most of the year. Um, that's a big one to try to get. That one is that one in Oxford or is that No, at it's at Rupp. Rupp. It's uh, at Rupp. Rupp Arena, yeah, 9 o'clock. That is a late one for uh, Zach E.C. and Gandolfo yeah, on the postgame show. I think Ince is out for that one. Not a, not fun being at 9 o'clock, but, um, you know, you, you just got to find a way to win that game. And, and if you can – that's a big way to sort of stem the tide and, and, and go on from there. But but you need that one. And it, it's an important game um, to to go get. And I don't think there's any uh, any other way to put that. Like, you need to, to win that game and just start turning things around a little bit and, and get a win. And, um, look, 
you know, you watch Kentucky earlier in the week against Vanderbilt. They were hitting on all cylinders. And I, I don't think it can be um, – I, I don't think you can gloss over the fact that they didn't have Trey Mitchell yesterday either, and I think that's important um, because – and I know they didn't have him against Vandy, but I, I think, you know – his presence, veteran presence, can be a big deal. Uh, and maybe you're not down 10 at halftime if he's on the floor. Um, and and I think, you know, if he's there, they're, they're a little bit different down the stretch too because, I don't, you know, two bigs on the floor, but I think one of them would have been him, and he's probably more versatile offensively uh, than you get out of any of the other three bigs that get playing time. So, um I don't know. I, I think that could make them a little bit different. I, I just want to see them get all the way. That's one of the things that I think is a little bit underrated for their year, too, is that they it's been really hit and miss getting everyone healthy and, and able to play together, right. like the entire group. You've had DJ Wagner in and out. You've had Dillingham miss some time. You've had Mitchell miss some time. You've had Aaron Bradshaw miss time. You've had Big Z ineligible. Um, so... Like, just getting everybody healthy and able to practice together and able to play together day in and day out and know you're going to have everybody, uh, I, I get it. Like, everybody deals with injuries and, and guys being in and out of the lineup, but I, I don't think that is something you can gloss over. Like, just the continuity there, if they could get everybody um, healthy and, and ready to go um, and, and able to play <laughs> several games in a row with everybody available, um, I think that would be a big deal too. So I want to see that before right. making a judgment about what they're going to do and not do. But they certainly need to win on Tuesday, regardless of who's in the lineup and who's not. I think that's that's pretty clear. No, I, I'm with you on that. Um, switching it up to the Louisville-Georgia Tech game, I know a lot of people on the Tech on having some fun with that. And by the way, as you were going on that great monologue uh, about what Kentucky needs to do, another SEC basketball story, and hopefully Zachy C can hear this because I think he'll really enjoy this. Did you see the tweet that Arkansas basketball put out last I night? I certainly did. 78 78- 75, Arkansas wins over Georgia. The tweet reads, got that hog in us. Mm. Yeah. A lot of people noticed that tweet for some reason. I don't know. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with Um, that. Yeah, but that was kind of uh, something that I know some uh, folks who are sitting on the tech side. Yes, we have seen that for the four of you that have sent it to me, the personal bat phone on that. Uh, Louisville, Georgia Tech, Mighty Mouse was in attendance. Uh, There was some lack of defense being played in that first half, uh, too, where people were losing their mind. But a massive game from Caleb Glenn. Miles Kelly. I mean... Yeah, they may, may want to guard him a little well, bit. Well, once he stopped scoring, that was it. Like, yeah. Georgia Tech was done, and I kept waiting to see if he could keep that pace going the entire game. He could not, and Caleb Glenn was absolutely incredible. And great like great to see a game like that for him. Caleb Glenn is the first Louisville basketball player from our buddy Kelly Dickey with nine or more offensive rebounds in a game since good old Gorgie with ten and Love Shane Trigabahannon, nine uh, accomplished Tim, it in an 80-54 to 54 win against Samford on November 15th, 2012. He's the first and, freshman to do it in the last, in at least 40 years. And a lot of the people that were trying to, like, preemptively say this team doesn't have a lot of talent, like those narratives are... Case in point. Just continuing to fall 
with game after game as you have to see Tyler Johnson go nuts. We've seen what Brandon I mean, making, can do. But let, let's be honest, making history, Tyler yeah. Johnson oh. and, and what Caleb, Caleb Glid was able to do and what Brandon Huntley had for the terror no. that he's been on. I, exactly. So, like, it's there. And listen, they – like, I, I don't think Georgia Tech's a great offensive team, but – but they were able to get some stops. They had to string together some stops to overcome the nine-point deficit pretty late, and they were able to do it. And I think Georgia Tech played into their hands a lot by kind of the criticism I had of Miami earlier this year when Louisville went and won there. Like, If you're playing Louisville, don't take quick shots against them because they, they have trouble defending uh, for a lot of time on the shot clock. So just run your stuff and – until they prove they're going to guard you, you'll probably get some open looks. I thought too many times Georgia Tech fell into taking quick shots, and, and maybe ultimately that did them in uh, and turned it over a lot. Louisville turned it over a lot too. But, um, you know, I, I just thought it was impressive that they were able to, to string together some stops uh, regardless of, of how they got them. Uh, they were able to string together some stops. And I know Georgia Tech's obviously a low-end ACC team, but they do have wins over Duke and North Carolina this year. So, uh, yeah, and, you know, the, the, this is a stretch where Louisville's got winnable games on the schedule, and uh, they were able to take advantage of it last night. And, um, you know, I, looking at what they have left, they, they go to Duke, right? Like that, Right. Um, you'd say, oh, don't don't think they can win that one. But it'll be kind of a measuring stick to see maybe how much they have improved. Well, and you and, saw uh, what transpired at the Syracuse game and just, you know, the goaltend call. And you and I were going back and forth on uh, some, some texts about that. It's like, yeah, man, that, boy, they're snake bit uh, on this. They, but they, they, they were, yeah, I mean, unbelievable. But we, I think we're all in agreement. We thought that there was going to be some – games here that they would win along the way and I think that's um, you know something that's admirable the way that they close out the game when they go like on a 28 to 7 run in the final uh, you know closing minutes of the game to just kind of see that they are capable of doing those things and and I think big picture when you look at what Kenny Payne it's not a lack of I don't think anyone's ever said like when people joked about like the big man whisper like you can see that with Brandon Huntley Hatfield and what he's been able to do with that. I, I, I think big picture, nobody's disputing that he doesn't have the the coaching acumen to to get these individual guys ready for that. I think case in point where you're seeing some glimpses with Caleb Glenn uh, playing, you know, bigger than his size. Sometimes. But it, it's 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 big picture stuff that's still just coming out flat, and he's trying to. I mean, like. I, that's the overall concern of getting the collective team to buy in defensively and cut down on turnovers and put together a, a complete game. That that's where you, <laughs> that that's where it ultimately comes down to for this uh, this basketball team and this coaching staff. Oh, oh, I, I didn't know if you were going to go there. I think somebody's talking to Nick Kern. It's the Sunday no, morning. No, no, sorry, sorry, I'm back. No, you're good. You're good. I thought I heard Kenny Payne in the background. Actually, that's what. No, no, know. you 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 did not. Uh, that would be a random trip he would have made back here for second time in the week. I don't think he would do that. Uh, but, yeah, they. I mean, it's going to be interesting. Like, they're going to beat Syracuse when they play him at the KFC Yum Center, for instance. Um, like, that's a game they're going to win. Um, can they put it together on the road? Like, two road games this week that are both winnable, but are they going to be able to go to BC and win? Are they going to be able to go to Pittsburgh and win? Uh, remains to be seen. But... Uh, they are playing better. Like, they have improved. They've continued to 
even get better, I think, on the offensive end. Um, and defensively remains to be seen. But at least they got some stops last night. And if they didn't, they wouldn't have won the game. But they were able to. Um, and, and um, yeah, it, it's, it's an interesting time, I think, because you – has it completely gone into full Scott Satterfield territory? I look, I mean, where, that's, where people... that's what I posed, and I get crushed. Uh, there's a texter that hates when I do this, but it's dialogue that needs to be had well, uh, I, about this I, type of stuff where it, it doesn't matter. It, it's it's mixed reaction to me on social media. I, I don't think it's fully gone there yet. Uh, maybe with some people it has. And by that, just mean, uh, you know, a couple of seasons ago, nothing Sat did was going to be good enough and people wanted him gone. Um, and I think it was the vast majority of the fan base. I don't know if we're there. M- maybe we are with KP. I, I don't know. Um, but but that's what I'm curious about. Like, what d- does it does it matter from here on out? Is, no, is, that's that's the question that I posed to Strebel. That's the question that I posed the just got of our listeners last week on that. Because when you we talk about the Josh Hurd stuff with the deposits, yesterday was a deposit, positive deposit. Sure. Uh, then when you go into the Syracuse stuff, uh, you could argue that there was some questionable well, call at the, the, the end, the, but it's still there, a loss. There were, there were, but listen, on the last play... Oh, you and I were on a text thread. It's like, I mean, what is happening? Like, come well, on. I mean, you got to get back on defense, yes. first of all. And, and second of all, like, even if they would have not called the goaltend, which they shouldn't have, it wasn't goaltending, but Syracuse was going to score. Like, they but got the rebound as and Luke scored. pointed out, that the ball, if you, you blow the whistle, the ball is, is dead. Like, the, yeah, so that's the... Yeah, but I mean, like, they, they were going to score. Like, I, I mean, common sense tells you they were going to score. I have not not a doubt in my mind that if they had just let play continue, Syracuse follows that in just as things happened, and and they score. So it, uh, that was kind of a wash, uh, and and ultimately you got to get back on defense, and ultimately you got to play defense. Like they didn't defend, and that's why they lost the game um, in the end uh, because they just they couldn't guard. That's been the story all year. But but they were right there and could have won, and it was a little bit of a depleted Syracuse team, obviously with a couple of of guys uh, being out or, or and or kicked off the team. So um, that, that, you know, plays into it a little bit. But um, would have been a nice win to get here in this building. Never an easy place to play. Uh, but I, I just, yeah, they, they, they just didn't defend well enough to win that game. And, and I, I, I don't know. I, I, it is a fascinating situation now because I, I think there is an element – of people that are like, you know, rooting for them to win, but also kind of not. You know, it's, it, a weird, it's look, you're in this it's, weird it's, purgatory of like, hey, does it matter? Because as Ethan has pointed out multiple times, it should be applauded. It, it, and Taylor said the same thing last night. It should be applauded for the performance you got out there. You're seeing things that haven't been done. And I'm curious, big picture, and you're seeing the C.L. Brown columns, you're seeing the Rick Bozich columns out there. I, we, we predicted this. We were Nostradamus with some of these things that were going to happen with these winnable games that were going to transpire. So um, I, I think big picture, how how much stock does somebody like Josh Hurd and folks put into these things because this is at the bottom half of the ACC. It should matter because they, they were losing these games, but how much stock does one put into that for that? Uh, somebody pointed out in the text on 437 Georgia Tech beat 
the three best teams in the conference. So let's just poo-poo the cards win. We're not doing no, that no, at all. No, We're no, literally no, I, saying they're doing history. I, that I, history I, has been made with some of the players from Tyler Johnson's standpoint and what Caleb Glenn. And we. this is a – I don't want to speak for Zach E.C. But, or, or you, but I, I am a massive admirer of what Caleb Glenn brings to the oh, table in I, terms I love, of being an elite rebounder and I, just doing the grunt work that, you know, you've been begging. That's why so many of us were clamoring for him to get more playing time I, early I, on. I love Caleb Glenn, and if he can stay out of foul trouble, like, he can bring you that every night, and he was able to stay out of foul trouble last night in a game where nobody was because they were calling fouls every time down. It, it got pretty ridiculous, but um, – but, yeah, like, he's really good. And, and mentioned that earlier. Like, Georgia Tech has wins over Duke and Carolina this year. Like, uh, th- they've been really bad. Like, they- they've only won three ACC games, and-, and they're trying to build something under Damon Stoudemire. So, like, I, I get that. But-, but also, you have to credit Louisville for finding a way to win that game, uh, especially being down as they were. And that's, like, that's my thing. It was really impressive. Uh, I and I think it was really impressive. I, I'm just it, it's just I'm just curious on the whole in terms of a fan base and, and just everything that's going to go into decision making. I, I am genuinely curious, great, and, and genuinely, by the way, happy that I don't that I don't have to make those types of decisions because. Uh, it, it, it's a tough spot to be in yeah, right now. I completely and, agree. We're at the top of the hour. Nick, I got some KP sound uh, on that negativity that the texter maybe is pointing to. Then we're going to get into the Super Bowl prop bets. Uh, Zach, you see, scratching his neck uh, in preparation for that. Somebody wants right. to hear Zach's uh, preparation to former team names that no longer exist. But I kind of want to dive into meteorologist picks, Super Bowl prop bets, and oh so much more on your sports station. Leading up to Super Bowl coverage and Louisville women's basketball coverage over on 93.9 The Bill. We got you covered all day long right here on ESPN 6 80, 1057 in the ESPN Louisville app. Welcome back to the Sunday morning hangover on your sports leader, ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Nick Curran and Phil Baker. Peace up, A Town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Ush, 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 ush. I just picture, I just picture a young Zachy C bumping and grinding to this song in middle school. Oh, just a young one. You think I'm not doing that now? That's a great point out by you. Nothing uh, brings the whites together like a little usher. <laughs> On that they they're gonna love that song. Welcome in. It's uh, hour number two, seventh highest rated sports talk show on Sundays during a highly competitive ten to noon time slot. Nick Kern up in beautiful Syracuse. Was that the real Andy Reid or the fake Andy Reid on there? That guy's got me every time. And every time I tell you to look, they go away on of the damn screen. Do. That's what happens on that. Nick Kern's up in beautiful Syracuse. Uh, Zachy C and I here in the beautiful Liquor Barn Studios. If you're driving around, we got you covered with wall to wall action on your sports station. Nicholas, uh, is Nick still there? Is there a prop bet on? Whether you can, uh, whether that song will be on the halftime show, I look. They took that off the board because that song's gonna be. Played. Well, of course. I mean, obviously it is. So the now there's some stuff that Justin Bieber was uh, yeah, being escorted be around like a Darth Vader Sith or something, and like he was looked like he was in a sleeping bag. I've heard yeah. Lil John and Alicia Keys are gonna be there. Of course, uh, where's Ludacris? We need I want Ludacris to do what he did in Atlanta with the bungee thing, like where he was hanging from the rafters up there. That that's that's the good stuff. So I that. Think that- 
I would too. I'm trying to remember because everything. Yeah, I, I kind of like that they aren't promoting the others. I like the, myste- the 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 mystery of it. I like. I don't think Taylor Swift is gonna you know come down from the rafters just because she just got back from Tokyo and she's not. Look, I mean, let's be she's honest. Already Taylor, there. Taylor Swift can make it about her whenever she decides to do a Super Bowl. Which who knows? Maybe that she'll be kind of like LeBron in the dunk contest. She just doesn't have to do. it. I can't imagine that she's gonna do it eventually. Uh, I don't know. I don't yeah, know if she, I agree with that. She's got to get past her prime first. She's too much in her prime to to do it right now. Like I think I agree with Nick on that. I feel like, like it has to do, be past. Right? Hey, it's Mr. V. It's the man, the myth, the legend. It's Bobby V here. Hi, Bobby V. That threw me off. I'm I'm all disoriented right now. Are you gonna be okay? I, I think so. I, I think he's coming in studio for a second. Hey, Mr. V, how are you doing? You want to pot his bike up, Zachy C? Nick, Nick, which mic does he? This one, two, two. Yeah, Nick Kearns in beautiful not Syracuse. Over, but am I allowed to be on? Yeah, sure. Okay. You had a quite I'm the day it. yesterday. Yeah, I went and did the, the uh, Creighton Xavier game up in Cincinnati, which was a very good game, and they they scored like a million points. And then came here in the first half of the game. Here they scored like no points, but it was a great night. You know, uh, I just got a text from Paul Biancardi who did the game on TV. He said, you know. With everything that's gone on there, it was a good crowd, and they were loud, and they were excited. And he said if they would just buy in a little defensively, and they probably need one more high-impact player. He said, but they've got, you know, that's what Paul does. Paul does the recruiting for ESPN. He said they've got, like, I don't know what the number was, five, six, top 70 players. He said they have some talent there. So, um, you know. Uh, it's going to get – the conversation is going to get interesting. That's what Nick and I were just talking about. I, look, I, I think sometimes we're in the fishbowl here and we sp- – not – I know you bring a more level-headed approach than some of uh, – like Blankenbaker. Uh, but <laughs> we're in this fishbowl sometimes where I think things get regurgitated and it's like, oh, we speak in absolutes like things are going to happen. And I don't think this one win should make or break it, but – if you start getting some momentum going into that, like it's, I don't envy Josh Hurd's decision. I'll just leave it no, at that. I, I, you got to look at. CL wrote a piece about that. You know, you got to decide at the end of the year, and you also have to look at if it was like a business. You look at trends. You got to think they're trending pretty good. I mean, even the games they lost, they played pretty well. Could have won. They really haven't had any of those embarrassing kind of losses like they had last year in a long time. Now, can they maintain it? And let's not kid ourselves. They're against the lower teams in the league, but still, they they made a great run at Clemson. They made a great run at North Carolina. You know, they Syracuse has lost until yesterday had lost one game at home, and uh, they're getting some wins. So it's interesting. I'll be curious to see how Boston College plays out. Yeah, I mean, late one. What's that? Nine o'clock up in that's oh, you and Paul. Is it a late game? No, yeah. it's a seven o'clock game. I think. No, it's it? a niner. It's you can't hear Nick. He's saying it's a nine o'clock yeah. game. No, well, I don't care what he says. I'm, I'm going on seven. <laughs> right. Yeah. So look, look, we know how long those pregame shows are for you. You guys so but look I, I i think it's a fascinating discussion big picture because you're seeing it from seal brad you're seeing it from rick bozich there there's some seeds being planted about some positive momentum going there and we've spoken in absolutes about oh it, it's it, this isn't the standard i agree but when you get some positive momentum it's an interesting conversation to have when you're heading into next season i don't know if nick's talking so if i'm talking no you're no you're not I'll, I'll give you a thumbs up if he is. Well, I, I just i, I think you Here's what you look at, and it's not an easy thing to do. There's so many more moving parts than people want to give credit for. Some they don't really care about, No, nor should they, your fans. Like the money part of it. Let's not kid ourselves. That's a big factor. And, and, and there's a whole bunch of different ways to look at that. The people who supported them. I'm not going to, be, I'm not going to beat around the bush. A large contingent of the African-American community that was really in Kenny's corner. They start playing well now, and you still make a change. Some of those guys have some serious jingle jangle. They may decide, you know what, we're not helping you anymore. And that's you don't have to like it, but that's a reality. Also, 
Who, how do you know you get better? If all these guys leave, if Kenny leaves, and I'll tell you this, Bean Cardi said this to me, they are playing hard for him. It means they obviously still have a lot of affinity for Kenny. He leaves and they all leave. What are you gaining? Oh, you, you heard it after the Tyler. One. Yeah, you heard it after the Tyler Johnson. I'm sorry, uh, the. Um, Karan Davis scenario where Brandon Huntley Hatfield and Sky Clark and after the Kentucky game, they were fighting for Kenny Payne up at the podium just saying, no, we, we, we're still behind Kenny Payne. So it, it is a it's not good. I, I don't envy Josh Hurd's decision. I will just say that because it's I, I think this isn't the standard for a lot of fans, no. but it, it's the, the platonic. It, the plates are shifting a little bit in terms of momentum heading in the right direction. This isn't the standard, but. This is the, the deposit that Josh Hurd told Eric Crawford about. The wins, there's no moral victories. They won. They did win. So. And, they, and they won with a great sense of, of uh, determination and fight late in the game, which says something. Yeah. By the way, uh, have the Muhammad Ali bobbleheads come in yet, uh, Nick? Nick, that's what I are they know. in yet? No, they're, they're not in yet. They're not in uh, yet. Damn. But don't worry, I'll, I'll snag you one when they get in. Bob uh, could open it. He said he's going to, fear not, he's going to snag one for you. It doesn't matter. I, I'm, I'm proud to say, after you guys have been so generous to us at the station and me personally for years, just as a thank you, I bought the Buddy Bat 5 game. Oh, right. He's All That's right. as highest his voice has been in years here. He's no, so happy. about. No. I like this game of me just kind of no, conveying it's, things. It's, it's, you know, it's like the UN. Right, could you please tell him? And then you interpret it, and then he says He's cussing back. you out right now. That's I, what Nick Curd's doing. I don't think he No, not, no, I'm he's not. not. No, he's that's not. Great. He's, that's great. I'm, he's I'm, so I'm happy. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's yeah. What are you doing here, by the way? I, I love seeing you. My car's here. downstairs. Oh, I, left, I took a rental car to Cincinnati yesterday. I left my car here. So oh, nice. Well, yeah. What are you doing for the Super Bowl? Do you have a nothing? Watching it on television in my house. Okay. Well, there you go. That's we can. What I do. All right. All right, man. Hey, I, I heard you. You got an award or something at our bank. Nick Nicky V did too. Double D. Uh, we were improved, like team approved or what? No. Yeah, we, we were like the participation <laughs> trophy. They're like, thanks for just showing. No, for this campus, we used to get that one out. You won the hustle award. Yeah, yeah, real gym rat. No, it was. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's right. It was me and Nick got the the, the teammates. I, I forgot the phrasing on it, but it was like a teammate thing. Nice. For us. Yeah, it was. No, it, Nick deserved it. We were both surprised on that. It was a nice gesture. We missed you there, but uh, Paul was in his element, getting some uh, you know trendy beers. It was. Well, yeah. If there's, I love Paul like a brother. But if there's free food or beverage, you can bet your rear end he's going to be there. I promise you that. Is. He's a media the, member. The, the, when the look, pizza comes Friday, he's waiting for you at the door. I've know? told George Timmering from Barino's Pizza, I said, this is the nicest thing I can show you. And it was just Paul Rogers, like, hunched over. <laughs> just like, because you know how it is. He, uh, with the, the beat lovers coming to Baba's Barino's, Paul is like a kid on Christmas. He, he absolutely, it's <laughs> Christmas morning for him. He looks, he's looking at the boxes. Which one is mine, Santa? Yeah, yeah absolutely. No, he, that's the good stuff. Right? Well, have a good Super right, Bowl guys, Sunday. Take care. You, you too, man. Oh, we will. Always love seeing Bobby. V. He did the double dip yesterday. Nick said bye. All right. Uh, yeah, I like this game right there. All right. Uh, I promise we'll get to Eric, and I promise we'll get to the Super Bowl predictions. Uh, we got to get to this KP sound on the negativity talk uh, after everything was out there and the players hearing it. Here's what KP had to say post game yesterday about that. Kenny, towards the end of that game, the crowd really seemed into it. It might be a little cliche to say that, you know, crowds impact on a game, but when it goes that long without hearing the crowd get loud like that, how much of an impact does it have when they're getting into it. I think these kids, we live in a generation where they love affirmation. Um, and so to see the crowd embrace them and, and fight through a critical time and, and take a lead and do it decisively, uh, and the fans all supported them and cheered for them and it was loud in there, I think they need to hear that. Um, to be honest with you, um, met with a family this morning 
of one of the players, and they said, like, there's so much negativity. How do you deal with it? How does I get my son to deal with all this negativity from the media, from social media, from where we turn? There's all this negativity about this program. And I just tell them, you have to be like me. We come to work every day, and I focus on one thing. How do I get this team better? We win, the negativity will go away. We don't, it's going to stay there. <laughs> it's just what it is. I will say this. I think that is one of Kenny Payne's best responses ever. Like saying it's not about wins and losses. Actually acknowledging you got to win. And I know that seems like a layup, but trust me, in a day and age where you've punted the ball into the stands when you've you've been up uh, you know, five and the other team gets a, the, the ball back in a technical uh, foul, per se, with some of his press conferences, I actually think that was a good answer by him. I uh, didn't hear any of that's, it. But, oh boy, that's perfect. Yeah. Let's go to our Super Bowl uh, nonsense right here. Yeah. Do we? Th- that's that's that's. You know what? I totally forgot because I didn't yeah, have my. It's, it's, I, normally, I can kind of hear it in the. Uh, I, I'm I'm using my iPhone uh, yeah, it was, headphones I, today. That is on me. Uh, that, boy, too, that's perfect. It's that, too loud in here too. <laughs> I love to that. Anyway. All so, right. Uh, do we want to get to the meteorologist predictions and yeah, then Zachy C? I've, I've yes, got I've got to try to find a beverage somewhere here. So so you got to get. So you can't hear. So. So the no, te- no, I want, I want to do okay. meteorology. All right, thing. so here this it is. is. This uh, is the whole reason me up I'm here on some, I, I got some thunder imaging for this uh, that Nick can't hear. Oh, yes. Maybe. Okay, so here we go. All right. Uh, spoiler alert, Mark with the C. Weinberg did not get back. Oh, I, mean, I was hoping yes. this was the year. Uh, yeah. Did he, he didn't even give you the I'm too busy to do this response? No, but his colleagues uh, got back to me. So I right. want to give a shout out to WDRB uh, and company. Let's dive into this. All right. Super Bowl predictions. And we got some other folks that are the, in, helping out, too. We're going to start with wave three, though. Brian Good. Yes. yes. That Brian Good. I only have snow forecasting experience, but I'll take a stab. 49ers, 28 21. You heard it here first from Brian Good. Then it gets really, really good. Chief meteorologist. We're getting for the, we're getting big times. Kevin Harnett. Well, Harnett, Harnett got back to you. Kevin Harnett got back with me. I'm going with the Chiefs 27 over the 49ers 21. All right. I'm, wait for it. I'm usually pretty good at predicting. Let's see how this goes. Wow. Smiley face. I love it. I love that so much. Uh, the WDRB colleagues getting back to me. Bryce Jones, Chiefs 28 uh, over uh, 24 over the 49ers, unfortunately. LOL, that's from Bryce Jones. When we get the weekend, guys, that's when he's, you know we're getting he's out. He's probably my favorite WDRB meteorologist. Hannah Strong with a strong prediction. I Put like me Hannah down too. for the Chiefs right there. Uh, and then we go to Old Faithful. We go to good old Matt Milosevic. Matt Milosevic is always uh, over reliable with this. Hey, Phil. 27 to 22, Kansas City. Love it. And then we go to good old, I think Cardosi got back to me. Did I not get that right? I'm going to get a t-shirt that says I'm a Jay Cardosi guy. I am too. Okay. Uh, maybe maybe we can get matching ones. I think you yeah. put the Chiefs too, but I know you got to get out of here and get a drink. So there you go. That's a bonus. Give us your prediction before we get out of here. I know you got to go get a drink and then Zachy C will uh, steer the ship to get you out of here. You know my philosophy. It's to be the man, you got to beat the man. So I like the Chiefs uh, and... I'll go, I'm thinking somewhere in the neighborhood of like 31-28. Okay. 31-28 Chiefs. That's what I'm going to go with. Uh, By the way, big game before your Super Bowl. Check out the CW if you're going to watch it on TV. Noon tip, card Syracuse, of course, will be on the radio at 1130 over on 93.9. Hope you can uh, maybe check it out as well. We'll be on the air in like 10 minutes over there. 
Uh, but a big game today, the fourth of four straight ranked opponents for Louisville today. Uh, number 23, Syracuse, they they won like 10 days ago in Louisville, but uh, having to turn around and play them again very quickly here today. Got to love that scheduling. Uh, we'll see what happens. Tough team on the road and a tough environment here in the Dome. So, Well, fun. there you go with that. Uh, 49ers are still a one-and-a-half point favorite. That scares me with everybody taking the Chiefs right there. Know. So does I Vegas agree. know something with that? Uh, so, all right, so there you go. Uh, any thoughts on some of the listeners that may be down at the uh, Waste Management Phoenix Open that may be, in fact, hung over this morning? They might be very hungover. It's uh, that's their thing, and they had to stop selling alcohol, huh? I thought it was that's an tough. onion piece that when I first saw it, but then Double D just sent me something from ESPN.com. But no, that is a hundred percent real. It's apparently real. <laughs> I, how out of hand did it have to get for that to happen? Because that's their whole. That's the shtick. That's yeah, tough. No, I'm with you on that. Uh, and Double D, who did hear the sound, one of the horsemen of the apocalypse, uh, blaming negativity for on the court uh, stuff. That is one of the, his four horsemen. Like, Nick, get out of here. Have a good call. All right, all right. Uh, we'll yeah, have a good call over on 93.9 The Ville and the ESPN Louisville app. It's a Sunday morning hangover here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. We got you covered for Super Bowl coverage, I believe, beginning at 2 o'clock, 1.30 coverage over on that. Uh, 267-9680 is the phone number. We got to go to him quick because we got to get the Zach UC's and mine, uh, Super Bowl props and who we're taking. We go to Eric up next on SMH. Eric, how are you, buddy? What's going on, guys? Sounds like you're already, uh, it sounds like my Monday hangover from you from uh, Super Bowl. <laughs> it sounds like you already started. You know, I was talking to Zach, and you know, like, there, there should really be a national holiday tomorrow. I mean, I saw Chris they, Max said it should be on Saturday, and I know that's something that uh, Double D's been very passionate about as well, too. Oh, yeah, I mean, you could put it on Saturday, but if they move it one more week, you're probably going to have, you know, a regular occurrence of President's Day being the next day. And so you could have, you know, you can, you know, have it. I, I was thinking, you know, what is the ultimate holiday of consumption? You know, is it Thanksgiving, John Renshaw's favorite? Is it New Year's Eve or is it Super Bowl Sunday? I would say for our listenership, as Zachy C tries to talk through the soundproof glass, it is today. It's, it's today. <laughs> this is Thanksgiving on steroids. I, was doing, yeah, I, was I hate the year. I hate the like lead up to it though. You know, like I, I love the pregame coverage, but the lead up it, that. That concerns me, big picture, because it's just like, oh, boy, it feels – that's why I consume all the pregame coverage if you're driving around or watching it on ESPN, count that, but it's just the waiting that kills you. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, they've, they've got it on ESPN right now. It's like three hours, I think, until the pregame show, So, which today is the ultimate of the pregame. So, play women's team today, y'all, big game up there at Syracuse. I was going to ask Nick, you know, if, if I, don't, I guess he does not like snow. Do y'all like snow? I, I'm I'm perfectly content with it, um, you know, in moderation. If it's shutting everything, it's pretty. But once once it gets like this weather wise, once March first hits, I do not want to see any snow at all. Like at that, in my mental clock, it's like St. Patrick's Day, March Madness. It's it's springtime. Yes, I'm perfectly content with the weather the way that it is right now. Fifty degrees and sunny. I'm fine with that. I don't need snow. All right, Eric, give us your prediction, buddy, because we got to get the break here in a second uh, to close out the show, my friend. Well, here's some prop-up bets that I, I, I wish that they would have is, you know, yes or no, if Taylor Swift will show pit stains if she's cheering. This is uh, something you've seen times? on the Internet, or is this something in your own personal record book? 
Oh, this is just something personal. I have not checked it. I don't know. I mean, because, you know, like when she raises for a touchdown, will she Do you think, uh, Eric, let me ask you this. Do you think Taylor Swift's assistant and her entire posse of people that probably are traveling with her on her uh, plane from Tokyo, which it sounds like it arrived in um, L.A. yesterday, there's got to be a well-actually person that is my dream job that employs them of saying, hey, 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 T.S., Maybe maybe need to swap shirts right there. A little pit stain there. I think there's somebody that's probably employed for things like that. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, how many times, what's the number of times the announcers will say, um, and will there be any streakers? It is Vegas. I know somebody tried to climb up on the sphere, which I thought, uh, I, I texted Zachy C to oh, see man. if he was out there, but uh, he was on Louie's show whenever I saw that tweet. And for the for the for the game, I would have to. I'm going to go with the Chiefs just because I, I think that when you look, I remember watching that Chiefs game on Christmas Day and just how bad they looked, and they're totally playing better. I mean, Kelsey's just making amazing catches. Mahomes is back there dealing. So I'm going with the Chiefs, but it, it's going to be a good game. I, I really do. I mean, the 49ers. I mean, this is their eighth Super Bowl, which is outstanding. And uh, you know, the men's team. It's going to be interesting to see what happens here because. Whew, that post game show last night. I mean, it, it there's a there is without question a divided fan base, and I'm I'm not I, I'm just going to say that look, and, and I'm not saying one way or the other what I what I want, but don't be surprised if Kenny Payne gets a third year. And I want to be clear, like I do. Zach and I are just like I don't see how that's even fa- you can even fathom in that space but either our buddy Ethan put this out there and I think it was in regards to the CL Brown column that he put out there don't go five and seven against non-conference scheduled ranked 313th in Ken Palm that's the problem and they- the problem with that column is like imagine if Kenny Payne had a star well it's gonna have to be imaginary because he doesn't have anybody in the recruiting class next year so you're not gonna get a star that way well like- everyone's say that you know with assurances of the Carter Knox stuff that's a discussion for another day we'll dive into it more in depth uh, after we wrap it uh, this up show up next week all right, Eric, appreciate it, my friend. We'll talk to you next week, buddy. Thanks, guys. Y'all have a great you week too. and save some cheese dip for me. There you go. Thanks, Eric. 267-9680 is the phone number. 437-9680-UPS-JOBS-TAXON. All right, Zach. So what's your food that you have So I, let me reset. I know you're itching at the neck. I know he's, he's I literally say, I've waited an hour and a half well, for Super Bowl. Well, look, it's... This is why I've I've begged you. You need to do your podcast, like on something where Zach E.C. do something like Sofro's doing. Just like put something out into the ether that's content. You have all your opinions, and I know sometimes you know Louis over here talking with Horseman of the Year and then the Clips Ward uh, and talking to you know two Phils, uh, the the horse. And, oh, he's and, and, pretty good at. We're pretty good at getting my thoughts out. Well, I know, but sometimes you got you got to play the hits, though. It's I know it's Super Bowl Sunday, but I feel like if you want to get your thoughts out as you're looking at the clock, and I'm just stalling now to make you sit in it for a little bit, you got to do just an hour podcast Super Bowl. We'll put it up on the podcast center. That's easy to do. All right, uh, food wise, you know what? I, I'm usually the one that uh, will dabble in it in terms of, you know, my, my friends will make some of the, the, the buffalo dip and things oh, yeah. like that and then the little snacks. So I would probably say some maybe dabbling in that. What about you? What, what's your go-to? Uh, whatever's out there. I'm, so you're a garbage disposal when yes, it comes Yes, pretty much. Wings, taco dip. My, my mom used to make, like, little weenies, like sausages, basically. Like, save that for the mix tape. There you go. Barbecue sauce. It was, it was It's really good. Taco dip, as I mentioned. Uh, pizza. Look. It's everything. It all the man food that's out there. Give it to me today. 
Yeah, and I'm seeing the text around the text line. Yeah, I said platonic for talking about tectonic plates. That, that's on me. I got caught up in the air because I was trying to regurgitate something that Nick was still bobbing in his ear. And yes, uh, platonic for tectonic plates is a new one. So, Texter, appreciate you catching that one right there. Uh, yes, and I think – so, were you watching this in – like, are you at a buddy's house that, like, has a big setup? Or is this just somebody, like, in your apartment, condo setup? Like, how, how are you consuming this? I'll probably go back and forth. I know the, the mag bar, they're doing $5 all-you-can-eat, so – I'll be there for a little bit. You're going to Magbar, possibly, in all likelihood. Boy, I'll- shout out to you for that. That you could have given me a hundred guesses yeah. on where you were going to go. And uh, Magbar I got would couple, not have been one of them. Got a couple people's places. I'll probably end up at as well. You know, but you say you're like sitting there. So I'm le- I, when, if I move, it's during like halftime or something. I'm not, like I'm sorry, like halftime, it's cool and everything. But I'm not one of those guys that is like, oh, the Super Bowl halftime is much bigger than the game, or oh, we can talk during the game but not the commercials like no 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 the commercials halftime that's all side show I, it's still football to me okay okay i love the halftime show i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna like it i i'm a i'm an usher guy so i'm i'm a fan but if i need to go can somewhere, you spell his full name like that's raymond it's what usher raymond it was one of his lyrics yeah they called me us h-e-r-r-a-y-m O-N-D. O-N-D. Now, baby, tell me what you're going to do with me. That's I mean, right. that's Robin's Roos Middle School, full, uh, there Phil, right is. there. Uh, beating garbage teams is going to get KP a third year. at L has become really ridiculous. Look, I don't agree with that. I think that is a terrible talking point, but I think it's going to be a decision that Josh Hurd is going to have to be discussed from some of those folks that are out there. Uh, my girlfriend said Taylor said she didn't want to go to the Super Bowl because it wouldn't be for her fans. How pretentious. I don't. I didn't hear that at all. My girlfriend said that Taylor said she didn't want to do the Super Bowl because it wouldn't be for her fans. How pretentious. So uh. the Swifties out there that are consuming it with that. All right, so you tell me this. Do we want to take a break, reset, and then we'll do a deep dive into the game of everything? Because I feel like we've kind of been all over the place with uh, the, the meteorologist picks. I wanted Nick to hear that and Weinberg uh, big time in me yet again. Uh, and then we can talk about uh, some of the other prop bets, halftime uh, show, the waste management, Phoenix Open, Chris Maxandy may get back into coaching. Kentucky may new, have a new OC. Did you see that? A guy leaving his alma mater. That's something That's to monitor right. right there for that. So let's do this. Let's take a break. On the other side, we'll collect our thoughts. Zachy C. will do a deep dive into this. I know he's loving. He's scratching at the deck. He wants to give his opinion out there on this. And and, and maybe he, he slid into Mike Vrabel's DMs to give us the scoop on where he's at with that. Uh, a personal friend of Zachy C.'s, by the way, for that. Uh, we want to dive into that, see where he's next going to land. Maybe we can get an SMH exclusive for that. Uh, would, he, would he do that? Would he give us an SMH? No, okay, not. didn't think so. All right, right here on your sports station on Super Bowl Sunday, right here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. You're locked on the Sunday morning hangover on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Nick Curran and Phil Baker. The rock weight in this one. Oh, come on. See, I don't know about y'all, but I know about us. And uh, it's the only way we know how to rock. I don't know about y'all, but I know about us. And uh, it's the only way we know how to rock. Do you remember, girl? I was the one who gave you your first kiss. Because I remember, girl. Was the one who said, put your lips like this, even before. Is this Reba McIntyre? No, but she is doing the uh, national anthem, and there is a prop bet to be made on that, and I'm sure we will get into that. No, it's uh, Alicia Keys and Usher. Okay, because those, those are some of the rumors that she could be performing there. I wonder if we're going to have, I, I say the Prince one was like one of the best ones, and then like when Justin Timberlake was doing the, 
the the Prince thing of the montage, just not necessarily for the performance of Justin Timberlake. Yeah, uh, it brought us the Dave Chappelle Prince meme yes. that was out there. That's yeah. one of my all time Super Bowl moments in, in history of Twitter. Prince or, is the best halftime show ever. Doing Purple Rain in the rain, plus Mike Colts won that Super Bowl, so I'll always have that great memory. But I mean, the 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 one we had a couple years ago with uh, Snoop and Dre and Fifty Cent and Eminem. Fifty Cent upside down. I was concerned for his well being. I know. Yeah. Like I would be so dizzy doing that. I yeah, that. yeah. No, I know. I, I kind of want to see what you would be, how you could do a show hung upside down I for just like I, a segment, not even a full show. Yeah, I don't think I could do that. Yeah, I think although you, you would turn extremely red and, and pass out, then I think there was oh, a no, lawsuit. I think I would probably vomit. Okay, okay. There's that. All right. So reminder: if you're driving around, we got you covered for uh, Chiefs and 49ers. Believe that pregame starts at two o'clock with pregame coverage via Westwood One right here on ESPN 680-1057. And then after uh, Louisville and Syracuse with Nick Kern, they will join you in progress for some of that coverage as well. All right, uh, fun show today. We talked a ton of Kentucky. What that the history made for that? Before we do a deep dive into that, do you hear the Chris Mack sound about wanting to get back into? the sport so let me play that real quick because i know uh, somebody said they didn't hear that on the text line uh so we will dive into that so chris mack on if he if since the first time since the whole louisville thing he's going to look back at some options and see what's out there here's what the former louisville basketball coach chris mack had to say about getting back into it he had this to say i think Maybe, and maybe it's not going to play on that. Why does it not let me do this on here sometimes? I don't know why it won't let me play from Twitter on there. Regardless, he says he's considering getting back into it. Uh, he's open to if it's the right fit. And I think Chris Mack will be highly sought after at a Power 6 job. And, you know, dabbling around at some of the things because I think he's a good fit. I've been told watch out for some of those jobs, maybe in the SEC and or uh, maybe maybe even the ACC. That's somebody said to be on the lookout for. Wait, have you seen the Reba National Anthem over under that is available? I, yes. I, I saw, is it what, 87 and a, let me see. I'm seeing length of National Anthem in seconds. Over is 87 and a half. And then under is 87. Okay, I mean, yeah. is that long? I'm, I'm trying to, what's the average? I heard you guys talking about that. What's the average? It, recently, it's like a minute 45, somewhere around there. So, see, yeah. I think... A lot of times when it's country singers, especially old school country singers, they usually just get straight to the point. Like, they don't draw it out. So my guess is it's going to go under. Okay. I think Reba's just going to get in, get out, and do the anthem. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess. But it's like, how many more of these does she have? See, that's that's the one prop that you could have your friends just totally manipulate you into going over. like, Or have somebody... have. Your friends say, oh, I need you to stretch this line out because I've got money on you going over a minute and a half. Or I need you to speed it up because we're under a minute and a half. That's that's the one where you're... So somebody said, yeah, so wait, where have you seen the Reba Na- uh, McIntyre over under? Which app? I- I'm just seeing this on... So this is... I'm reading this from the Sporting News because I, I was on the FanDuel app this morning and I did not see some of these yet. But man, I admittedly haven't sat down to like make my. I, I like FanDuel. to do it like the hours before the game in case anything crazy happens. That's just me. But that's where. So a lot of these are, in my opinion, probably offshore. If I had to guess on that. By the way, speaking of manipulating things, yeah. Have I ever told you the story about how my genius friends and I were like all in on this is before legalized sports gambling here, allegedly. We were going to go up to Buffalo. Uh, what are the objects that Buffalo Bills fans tend to throw on the fields that aren't snowballs? Uh, yeah. yeah, those. So there was a crazy bet where it was like plus 8,000 
that like the camera would pick it up on a broadcast. And we were like legit put together a plan and they were saying, what if we just got like 20 of us made our way down to where, you know, the odds are somebody's going to get arrested and I'm not condoning this at all. But we just threw it to in the vicinity of a camera. And if 20 of us all in unison and have a clock that goes on there and what makes it on there, now I'd be concerned if we'd actually be compensated for the offshore's accounts. But those are the things that are out there. To your point about the Reba McIntyre thing, you think the nephew, second cousin twice removed from Reba McIntyre, be like, hey, take it a little long for me. Yeah, Just like passing by, yeah. and, we'll, and we'll cut you in on a little scratch. And it's in Vegas. This is this is in Vegas, too. That's the beauty of it all. Uh, so coin toss result, heads or tails, obviously, game winner, 49ers, Chiefs. What are some other fun ones you're seeing? Will there be a score in the first... Six minutes and 59 seconds, I'm seeing. Jersey number. Gatorade color. Jersey number of the first touchdown score, odd or even. Ooh, that's a fun one. Anytime touchdown score, obviously. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm looking on our, like, I'm on the the FanDuel app right now. There's either team to score a touchdown on their opening drive. Yeah, I mean, those are well, some crazy odds on there. The, uh, let's see some of the specials. I mean, they don't really have any of the, the fun ones. So opening kickoff to a touchback or a fair catch. Yeah. 49's first uh, drive play caller. So Christian McCaffrey to record a 10-plus yard. Run. I mean, God, there's just so many Will bets. Will the coin toss win or win the game? Okay, so what does your day look like betting wise? Because I, I have it's like the hour before. That's when I really lock in. I, I get through all the buddies that I, I consume all of the tweets and the screenshots that have been sent me. Because I, I have the, I have the FOMO gene. Yeah, where if a buddy sends something and I don't take it. I don't forgive myself for that. So that's the problem. I don't care if it's five dollars or if it's you know my my new thing is now I put weird numbers in because I'm I, I'm afraid that if I need to switch it up a little bit. So instead of five dollar bets like Lachlan McLean, I'll do like five dollars and twenty three cents, or I'll do ten dollars and forty five cents just to switch it up a bit to get some new positive vibes out into the sports ether, sports gambling ether. Because what I've been doing, I've been taking a a, a killing in that. But so do you when you gamble for this, or do you do the squares? Do you, what 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 is Zachy C? I do the squares. Okay, that's it? I've done squares. I'll look into player props, all that kind of stuff. We're dabbling in. We're going all in. Okay, so is there one that sticks out over the others that that you're all in for? So no, like- I mean, I look into the fun stuff. I think, you know, Christian McCaffrey over under four and a half receptions, things like that. Patrick Mahomes under 260 and a half passing yards. But I look into things like, uh, will the last play of the game be a quarterback kneel? Will the last team to score win the game? Uh, will there be a successful two-point conversion? Will there, the first play result in the first down? Like, we're going off the grid here. Okay, so to the texter that sent in some things, and it said, I was going to say I've been scouring for them and have yet to see them. Uh, sadly. So this is interesting. So on the FanDuel app, a lot of the novelty props uh, aren't, and I've heard Double D and some of the guys talk about this in Blink, and, and I think Ennis and, and Strebel talk about this. So some of the now legalized apps here in Kentucky, they're not available in so some of the prop ones so it looks like in indiana you can do that for coin toss so i'm just going to put out there so coin this is this is perfectly sports gambling you'll love this so betting by state so these are the states that you can bet on it illinois indiana maryland michigan mississippi new jersey new york pennsylvania vermont uh washington west virginia and wyoming you cannot bet on the coin toss in arizona connecticut colorado dc Iowa, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Ohio, Tennessee, and Virginia. Yeah, get on it, Ohio. You can bet on it in the Gatorade shower in Illinois, New Jersey, and West Virginia. So you can't bet on the Gatorade. 
You can bet on the Gatorade shower. I'm sorry, you can bet on the coin toss right. in Indiana, but you cannot bet on the Indiana. Or I'm sorry, on the, the Indiana side for the Gatorade shower. Yeah, the national anthem sense. is not available on the FanDuel app. Halftime show not available. MVP award. You can bet on that here in Kentucky. Uh, negative outcomes, you can bet out. It, so a QB to throw interception, you can bet on that in Kentucky as well. I, I don't understand why Arizona and, and Iowa and New York, you can't bet on negative outcomes on that. Sorry, yeah. that's me just going on. Well, uh, that's because too many people bet on negative outcomes when it comes to Iowa football this year as far as unders and turnovers and things like that. So they're probably trying to balance it out. Okay, fair enough, fair enough uh, on that. So I, I'm curious, big picture, because a lot of these – these uh, apps that we have on here, I- I'm looking on another one. I'm looking on DraftKings right now as we bounce around from some of our great partners here on ESPN Louisville and just some of the, the crazy Super Bowl predictions on that. So you can do same game parlay, novelty props. So some of the novelty props on the Super Bowl. So you can do Scorgami on DraftKings too. So yeah. that's that's interesting to me. So And then it has jersey specials that you can do on that. You can do bet the game to go to overtime on uh, DraftKings. What are the odds on that one? Uh Overtime, yes, plus 900, no, minus 1,800. Okay, okay. So, okay, before we do a deep dive into this, um, and and you'd go into the game, because I think the Vegas numbers, it's scaring me a little bit. The Niners being favored. Yeah, and I heard, I think you and Louie talked about it, or maybe it was in the back. Are are we missing something? Yeah, are we? Because 64 experts were asked on ESPN who they thought was going to win the Super Bowl. Chiefs got 49 of them. Like, if you go to CBS, you go everywhere, it's all Chiefs. Like, how many people on television are you seeing pick pick the 49ers this week? Not many. And And and, they're still favored. Right. But it's also like what Nick says, in order to, you know, be the man, you got to beat the man. And for Patrick Mahomes, like, I did some alternate spreads. It's like, I think I got it. When it when it opened at like two and a half, I, I yeah. you know bought the half point on some of the alternate that spreads. That me because as soon as the 49ers won the NFC Championship, I fully expected the Chiefs to open as right. like two point favorites. Right, point same favorites. here. And I'm just like, are we missing something that the they don't build as everyone says as cliche as that sounds? They don't build these shiny you know replica castles out in Vegas for nothing. That's right. Did you see the Drake bet by the way? Oh yeah. See, I'm conflicted on that because Drake is putting 1.15 mil on the Chiefs. But Clay Travis picked the 49ers. Oh, so the wow. The two jinxes cancel out. I did not. Clay Travis picked something in San Francisco. That goes against everything in his being. I know. So, I love, like, a couple of them are like, oh, the team Jesus versus. But Nick Bosa is on Soros. the team, too. So there's yeah, a joke to be had for Clay Travis yeah, on that. Uh, Drake reveals his bet. He has 1.15 million in Bitcoin cryptocurrency for the Kansas City Chiefs to win the su- this year's Super Bowl. I can't bet against the Swifties. It's been quite the week for Drake. Uh, just search his name on Twitter uh, on there. Zach, you see, has a, has a favorite perhaps uh, in his group <laughs> chat on that. But no, so I, I'm kind of with you on that. It feels like Pat Mahomes, he's on the sphere for his Adidas marketing campaign did you see that like yeah. where they put that on there with donovan mitchell and they, some cool marketing moments on that but it feels like just everyone and their mother is getting caught up in just pat mahomes travis kelsey and it feels like we're missing something with the 49ers which is weird because i think throughout the year we thought for 90 percent of the season that the 49ers are the best team in the league and right they got blown out by the ravens and then i think everybody's perception of them kind of changed and the way that they've won their two playoff games haven't necessarily been all that impressive, and their defense has been inconsistent at best. So it's odd how we think of them as the best team all year, and then they get to the Super Bowl, which everybody expected, and now, yes, they're favored, but in the mind of public opinion, they're underdogs. Yeah, so 
and this is from the biggest uh, five biggest reported Super Bowl bets as of Sunday a.m. You ready for this? Yeah. One million on the 49ers money line. That's minus 120 from Caesar Sportsbook. 668,008. I'm sorry, 668,181 dollars on the 49ers, uh, favored by two at Caesars. 600,000 on the 49ers money line at minus 120 from DraftKings. 500K on the 49ers money line uh, at Caesars. 500K on the 49ers money line at DraftKings. So there you go on that. I mean, like, I'll tell you one I really like is like cross sport props like when you bet against like the nba like the high score or something like that for oh, example yeah. here's uh travis kelsey receiving yards versus the waste management phoenix open winners fourth round score so for instance it's right now that it's travis kelsey minus four and a half so i guess in this instance what it would be is travis kelsey's props is uh, receiving prop right now 71 and a half so is that four and a half better than the final score that the winner of the waste management open shoots did you see how – have you ever been that sauced on what some of those guys did there, by the way? No. You never take it off your shirt and it's like, hey, I'm going to go sliding around and whatnot. I can't – I honestly thought it was like an onion piece. Like, yeah, I, I did too. I, I, I thought like what they said, they they weren't going the route of um, trying to <laughs> suspend the – I had some fun with that. All right, uh, this is what I'm going to do because I downloaded this because I know a couple people on my personal bad phone wanted to hear it. Uh, Chris Mack, I promise we'll get back to Super Bowl stuff. I promise. I know this is clumsy on our end, but that's what we're going to do here. Uh, here's what Chris Mack had to say about rejoining basketball. I didn't do a good job of reading the tweet. I think it's some good context, but here's what he had to say earlier uh, yesterday. Is it not playing? How is this not playing? Ah. Uh, I don't know, bud. I tried everything in my power. That's there's nothing I could do on that. The sports gods are telling the sports us to gods talk about are saying to stay with Super Bowl. I have one more thing for you that we'll do, and then I promise Zach we'll get back to this. I got it like from four or five people that wanted to hear this, so I'm going to do my best in my power and just play it off my phone because that's where we are right now. Zach is just so upset that we're not talking about his Super Bowl and breaking it. Out. All right, here's what Chris Mack had to say. Uh, I'm gonna sort of look at the options and see what's out there and you know see if it's a good fit and if it is then uh, it's probably something that I'll end up jumping back into but it has to be the right fit I've learned a lot over the two um, head coaching jobs that I was fortunate enough to be a part of so you know we'll see why do you feel like it's the right time now it's a lot different when both your girls are out of the house you know and and not that I don't love my wife but you know I, I need a purpose um you know, more than just sort of working out and hanging out with my son. And, uh, you know, I miss it. There's some things I really miss about the game, about being a part of the team, you know, day in and day out. Um, and, and so I've really enjoyed the time away. I think I've learned a whole lot, studied a lot of basketball. And so, again, we'll see. It may not happen, um, but we'll see. All right. Chris Mack, there it is, uh, to the four of you that were texting me about that. Apologies for not having a better sound quality on that. I downloaded the clip. I have no idea why it's not playing on there. Uh, but look, I, I think with the Chris Mack scenario, it's like you can make the argument with the support staff that was here in the presidency when Neely Bindapudi kind of got a bad rap, but I think he is a good coach. I don't think the, the pressure cookie that, that is global. Maybe he was suited for it at the right time, but I think he is going to be successful somewhere out there. All right, uh, back to that. So what songs do you think are going to be played? What do you? Th- I think it's going to be like a timeline type thing for Usher. Like he's yeah. going to start with his, his early stuff and then it's going to be like through the years. So do you think it's more likely that yeah is the opening song or the last song 
So I, 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 I actually went down the wormhole of this not too long ago of looking at previous Super Bowl uh, performances and like what's the Justin Timberlake uh, the trolls uh, can't stop this feeling like not can't stop the feeling yeah, yeah it, it, I think universally uh, that or the Alicia Keys song I think are just kind of like a family friend because they could be the the tipping point of the performance like I could see yeah in the middle of it too yeah because then Lil John and Ludacris show up. Lil John's definitely gonna be there, I think. Oh yeah, I mean Luda he's like the PA guy for uh, the the Golden Knights out there. Okay. Did you see yeah. that he's doing a meditation thing? By the way. Yeah, he's doing a meditation album. I feel like that's something you would purchase in your app store, <laughs> just like when you go home and you're watching The Sopranos uh, and whatnot. But Can't no, I, I, I think that's gonna be a, a fun storyline that's out there. The over under songs is eight and a half. Because how it takes, they'll go to commercial. It takes a while for everything to get set up. But like, yeah, the do. one thing that people aren't considering, I mean, you're in the entertainment capital of the world. I feel like you could shave some time off because you are in Vegas. It's still going to be difficult to put all the props together and everything. I mean, the Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Doctor J, Snoop. That looked like a giant shipping container, right? That they just put together with like things, and and, and then yeah. they put together in the middle of the field. But I think being it's about out there, twelve to fifteen minutes, the performance typically is okay, roughly around there. I think that yeah, I'll probably be in the middle, but I don't think it'll think be the right. I don't think it'll be the the closing so, song. DJ got us falling in love. OMG, my boo, uh, love in this club. Those are all being played. Burn, burn. I think it's played. I think th- so. Did you say what was the one with Justin Bieber collab? Is that the? I, I think the Usher, the remix to Baby, I think, is yeah, going to be the yeah, Justin Bieber Usher one, if he is in fact there. Mm-hmm. But it's also like so many celebrities go there that you're going to have that many folks that are focusing. Um, you make me wanna, I think is. Oh yeah, you got boy. That. I mean, if they play that at the East End Drakes mm-hmm. or the artist formerly known as Jim Porter's, R.I.P. Right. <laughs> the women will be swooning for that song right confessions there. part two. Oh yeah confessions that's a good one i mean oh, you yeah. forget like usher has a sneaky deep deep database and when i was out in vegas over the summer i guess he was out on residency there i think it was right around the time that um kim kardashian was being like leg humped by him oh yeah yeah i remember that yeah where's my yeah no that's a good point uh Somebody said you cannot bet the national anthem in Nevada. Okay. Where is Mattress Mike this year? I think you meant, was it Mattress Mac this year? I think it's Mac. I have no idea where he's at, but you make me want to? Come on, man. Didn't you say you make me want to? I thought you said you make me nice and slow. Oh, trust me. Trust me, like this is the. I, I lived at Bashford Manor Mall with listening to some of these songs and walking home from Myers Middle School. These are these were on the the, the playlist. I mean, Usher was on there, but it's just yeah, right. it, like Nick says with the Taylor Swift thing. It's when it's past your prime, that's when it gets a little bit curiosity for me. It's like okay, when how does one approach somebody about the Super Bowl? Because right. I know it's like they don't get paid for it, but like which brokers say like I wonder if they, if they have a vision board and they're like these are the people that we want, yeah, and how that comes to be. I would love to see like a behind the music of that. Right. I, I, that'd be fast. Like whoever the probably not the best person to bring up, but the Harvey Weinstein of that, uh, yeah. the the big Ari Gold for a better comparison Gold, uh, is a better rundown of that. The entertainment broker that's able to uh, navigate some of those things. So I'm seeing a couple other Super Bowl props. You know, it, it's weird because on the legal sportsbook app, I, when I was on uh, Shmashmata, 
and that are, had to do cryptocurrency. Before we got the great partners over here, you could bet on all of these things. But yeah, I, I think the jersey number score, if it's an otter, even that's a fun bet right there. I could see myself having some fun with that. I'm trying to find some other ones that I potentially had out there. What other ones are you seeing as I'm trying to, I, my computer's kind of freezing up on me? Uh, like I said, I'm going Christian McCaffrey over four and a half receptions. I think they're going to run him like crazy, and I think they're going to throw the ball to him as well. I think. I actually have a play of Mahomes or a Purdy having more passing yards than Mahomes. I think that's a secret. really yeah. Mahomes, okay, two hundred sixty and a half is the over under. Mahomes actually in the Super Bowl last year threw for under two hundred yards, and because he's, he's such thrown, a focal point, he's uh, thrown for under two sixty. Right, in the, all three playoff games too. Bobby V had uh, his and Nikki V had their Super Bowl Palooza on the other day, and I heard Big Easy talk about this. Uh, Zach McWright and I again when I talk about FOMO and and making sure that I want to get it, I did a little parlay for it. Here's a free one for you: Travis Kelsey plus twenty receiving yards in the first quarter. That's happening. They're oh, really? The okay. Early and often. So I, so I got the Chiefs. Here's what I have thus far. And again, I got the alternate spread. So I got uh, Chiefs plus three and a half. I love that right there. I got, um, let's see, view legs of my parlay. Oh, where's it at? So under, so under 89 and a half for Christian McCaffrey rushing yards. I'm taking over there. Over. If the 49ers are going to win, he's got to have more than that. Yeah, but I feel like that's going to be the Chiefs' number one priority is shutting him down. That's why I'm going okay. through that. And I think that could lead to your Purdy, uh, pretty yes. good bet right there. There you go. Let's see. And then over on Nick Bosa tackles at one and a half. Yeah, there's a minus 260 for Nick Bosa to have two or more sacks. There's a joke to be had from like Waterboy where it's like the water sucks or something like that. I wonder if he channels like Joe Biden being up there. <laughs> yeah. That was a good one by me. I was proud of myself. Thank you. Yeah, there's more coming up at 12.05 on that. Uh, So those are the ones that I had from there. Again, FOMO from the Super Bowl, Palooza, and Zach McWright breaking that down. If he doesn't uh, tell me me that, then I'm not going to forgive myself for that um, out there. All right, a couple other ones that I'm seeing. How many times do you think Taylor Swift will be shown? What's the over-under? It is not loading for me. Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Taylor Swift... Taylor Swift Super Bowl betting odds. You already know Taylor Swift. There's a big part of there. Travis Kelsey's number one boo thing. We don't quite know what T Swizzle props will be. Okay, so this was misleading. Well, I was that is say, my, my guess would be she gets shown about seven to eight times. But like as Double D has pointed out, it's only like thirty nine seconds when people are yeah, freaking out about yeah, it. It's not that I, big I don't of a get deal. The whole freak out thing. Uh, let's see. Odd Shark has a couple more on here. Let's see. Fun prop bets. Game props. Will the Kansas City Chiefs or the 49ers be the first to score the game? Uh, coin toss. We talked about that Gatorade shower, national anthem. We can't do here in Kentucky. Exotic Super Bowl prop bets. How many times will Taylor Swift be uh, Shift be shown? Travis Kelsey proposed. Oh, yeah, that's not going to happen. Puppy- oh, you're going to do the Puppy Bowl odds? That's when you know you're really degenerate. Yeah, I don't have enough input on the Puppy Bowl. I didn't do my research on the puppies this year. Yeah, that's all I got from that. So that's. Uh, do you want to talk about the waste management open and whatnot, and how I, I honestly can't believe they stopped selling no. that. They lean into that. That's, that's their the, whole thing. Yes, that is their whole thing with that. So I don't know how much time we have. We're just kind of going through this. Yeah, this last twenty minutes. minutes. The, the, the last two minutes, I didn't play the what else is going on because I don't know if my computer prop uh, is working to play. What sound. else is going on doesn't really apply this week. It's the Super Bowl. What else is going on for obscure stuff? But I feel like we say that, but you're so you're so football Freddy on this. I, I don't know if we're losing people with just talking about these prop bets right now. Oh, come on. This is the Super Bowl. Everybody's into the Super Bowl. I disagree. I think a good majority of it, but I bet there's some contingency out there that they're just they have no idea that it's going on today. 
And I know you don't, don't want to be friends that, with people. See, I don't think that ex- – I think people – everybody knows that it's happening. It's just whether they choose to watch it or not. Like, if you don't know that the Super Bowl is happening today, I don't know what rock you live under. There's a world out there outside of sports, man. Yeah, I, I, called, I'm with you. I, I, those are called Amish people. They don't know anything that's going on. That's about the only explanation I can give. Saw a good them. amount of them at the zoo yesterday. They were yeah, very friendly. Them. They held the door for me when I was going to the restroom. They, yeah, they Amish people as, are nice. You just don't think they have any idea of what's going on? Oh, they probably even know that the Super Bowl is happening today. I'm saying that would be the only excuse for anybody to not know the Super Bowl is going on today. Because, I mean, people watch television, even if it's not sports. Okay, so here we go now. So now i found some good stuff right now. I will work on it to close out the show. Uh, who will finish with more passing yards? You said that. How many players will attempt to pass? That's over two and a half. So I'm you think over. So you think there'll be some trickery? I think there will be. I think Chris, Christian McCaffrey's throwing some passes. Debo's throwing some passes. They'll... Even line up Travis Kelsey under center and do a shovel pass. That's happened before with Andy Reid. I'm going over. Okay. So you said number of Usher songs. Uh, score in the last two minutes of the first half. Yes. Minus 320. No plus 250. Yes. Okay. So let's see how many points will be scored. Over under is 47. Under, yeah, over under is 47. 47. So I'm seeing it on there and the Gatorade. Okay, if you wanted the Gatorade, orange is plus 240, blue is plus 430, red is plus 490 or other. Brock Purdy plus 200, Pat Mahomes plus 140. These are good. I mean, this is good stuff. So here are some of the facts. Uh, let's see. Coin flip result. Tails has a slight 29 to 27 edge over heads all time in Super Bowl history. Additional fun fact, the team... To win, the coin toss has lost eight straight Super Bowls. That's right. There you go with that. So there you go. All right, fun show today, boys and girls. we got to get out a reminder if you're driving around. Nick's got you covered for Louisville Syracuse. 27-23 Over on 93-9 DeVille. What did you say there? 27-23 Chiefs. 27. Man, I, I'm leaning that way too. I just feel like Vegas is knows something that we don't right that. But I, I think won't I, be surprised either way. It's just I've picked against Mahomes, against the Bills and the Ravens, and I'm not going to do it. 31-28 I will go the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, I don't feel confident about that. So, fun show today. Reminder, coverage begins at 2 o'clock right here on your sports station. ESPN 680, 105.7, and 93.9 The Ville after Louisville. Syracuse wraps up. If you're driving around, keep it locked to your sports station. ESPN Louisville. And a very, very happy birthday to Zach's first crush, Jennifer Anderson, looking 56. We'll talk to you next week. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash careanywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling.